Mom, do it in a minute. Mom, said I'll take the garbage out in a minute. Living in your parents' basement? Or divorced and paid child support for four kids, three of which aren't even yours. But you thought you'd be progressive and adopt them. And now your ex is making you pay because she already took everything, including your soul. Always wanted your own podcast? Well, I've got some news for you, pal. Download the Anchor.fm app. It's free and easy to use. A couple of touches of buttons and it pretty much does all the work for you. With it uploading to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many other listening platforms, your ex Karen is going to find your podcast about how much of a bee she really is in no time. And when she gets mad and wants to speak to the manager, you know that manager is you. And that's one thing she can never take away from you. Anchor.fm, why not give it a try? You can make money off of it. And by the way, Check out the B&B Sports Show podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Ben. And this is Brian. We're the B&B Sports Show podcast. What's going on, Ben? This is our uh, first in-house. First in-house. Fucking podcast, podcast, man. Fucking right. And this is a little different. Uh, we're not using Anchor at the moment. Uh, so, no dropouts. At least for now. At least, we, hopefully we don't. We can talk over each other now. <laughs> yeah, and there won't be no fucking glitches and yeah. shit. We'll probably upload it to Anchor, and you guys probably still won't fucking download and listen to it anyways. Yeah, you bunch of bitches. Bitch-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking, it's been an interesting fucking free agency fucking deal going on right now. The trade deadline? Our trade deadline. Today was the last day. Well, yesterday was. Yeah, and they had, what... They were talking about shipping off Jamal Adams and then... Uh, behind his back. Behind his back. What kind GM. of fucking shady-ass shit is that? That's Adam Gase really more in the GM, Fuck I yeah, feel like. I mean... Because then they gave him active personal like control, too. Oh, yeah. I thought they did. Because, I mean, how do you build a relationship with a fucking player if you're going to just, like... Be out without his fucking knowing, just fucking, just often, just like start asking Send people. Send him out wanted. behind his back. Yeah. yeah, like how do you build? How do you go on after that? I mean, I, there's just no way you can you continue. Can't, yeah, you can't go back. The damage is already done. So now, I mean, they're pretty much going to be screwing themselves for for later on. If you want the worst run GM coach combo, the Jets are the team for you. Yeah, Jets are the team for you. He sounds like another Trent Balk, you know. That was he was like a terrible GM. Oh man, he might not have been as bad. Maybe Tannenbaum was pretty bad too. Man, Adam Gase for you. Ship trying to ship off Le'Veon Bell too. Like you just got him. Do you just not like good running backs, dude? You have a fucking problem with good running backs. His biggest thing about uh, the biggest thing about Gase is he wants yes men. He doesn't want fucking anybody that's gonna cause any rift between him and the other teammates or whatever. Call him out on his bullshit play yeah, calling. Exactly. Like, I mean, when they don't fucking, they can't really run the ball anyways because the offensive line is just fucking horrendous for the Jets. But the fact of the matter is, like, his play calling is horrendous. It has to be. Like, 
They beefed up in the offseason. I thought they were going to be something. I thought for sure. I thought they were going to at least win or at least come close to fucking competing as the fucking Patriots. Patriots. Yeah. You have <clears throat> picked up, what, Quinn and Williams in the draft. I thought he would turn out all right. You had Jamal Adams. Yeah. Uh, Terrell Suggs they picked up. Yeah. Uh, Le'Veon Bell. And then you had a, you know, a, a franchise quarterback, or at least they think they do. I mean, I don't know how much of a franchise quarterback. I don't know how many. I don't know too many quarterbacks that see ghosts during when they're playing a game. But no, nah, that's the first franchise quarterback I've seen. Maybe his mono's coming back. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it just kind of makes you think, though. Like how uh, how bad was that fucking? How bad was the win against the fucking Cowboys for them to? beat them, you know, pretty good, and then get shit-stomped the next time they played against the Patriots. They rode the eye too much, and that's their one and done. Hey, we beat the Cowboys. Signs them assholes. <laughs> that's it. We're done. But it just makes you think, because, I don't know, like, the way that uh, the way that they were playing that game, I figured, fuck, that they might be able to compete against the Patriots. But now it's like, I don't think, I don't see anybody in the AFC – East, at least, not being no, able to fucking compete against the Patriots. that division is terrible this year. Even worse. You ain't got to remind me. Fuck. Well, I mean, at least Miami has an excuse. Everybody knows they're tanking for a reason. Exactly. The Bills are doing okay. I mean, their offense needs to be a lot better. Well, the Dolphins did expose them on fucking, uh, at least on defense-wise. Fucking, uh, it seemed like. I like I like the only thing I could say good about the uh, Brian Ferentz's fucking or Brian Ferentz, Brian Flores. My bad, <laughs> that's a completely different. <clears throat> hey, Brian Ferentz was with the Patriots. Yeah, team, I know, so but defense. I was talking about the Dolphins. Brian Flores, coach, who um, used to be with the Patriots. Yeah, it? well, it's just like his coaching style is a little different than a lot of other coaches because way he does it in, in on the defense is he doesn't have anybody set. They're like walking, they're running, you know, in between each other and stuff. Like you're trying to confuse the offense, and that pretty much exposed the fucking Bills because they didn't have no fucking clue what they what they were going to expect in that game. Make it look like they're calling audible all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. it just kind of it keeps the fucking it. The offense just doesn't know how to read the defense. So, and Josh Allen is not the, that great of a quarterback to be able. I mean, he's too. You know, he's only a one year season in or whatever. That's, so. I mean, that's kind of Shanny's kind of opposite. He does that with his offense. He's got a lot of motions, a lot of different little slight differences when he's putting everybody in motion and gets the defense offset. And then they're trying to read something and it's something completely different. So, so it's like an opposite thing, you know, with the offense defense. I think that's probably your your guys' fucking defense is just unfucking real right now. Monsters, dude. And I and <laughs> I know we talked about this off off uh, air, but just how bad that fucking 49ers defense just annihilated the fucking Carolina Panthers. Them Panthers, you got slaughtered, sons. Fuck, you know. And, and I mean, we we also discussed this too, but you know, it's like with your cousin and then Anthony. Couple other fucking Panther fans talking shit, saying, "Oh, you guys, you haven't played nothing. You haven't played nobody." <clears throat> They've been saying that shit since we played Cleveland. You haven't played anybody yet. You haven't played Cleveland. We mopped the floor with Cleveland. Then they said that with the Rams. Beat the Rams. Beat the brakes off of them too. 
And here comes Carolina. We more than beat the fucking brakes off of Carolina. We're 51 to 13. 13. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> we let them have that touchdown. Well, then you gave him a fucking free two points, too, just for, for the shit and shits and giggles. Christian McCaffrey had 100 yards, but most of that was off of one run. So, really, they mostly contained the number one running back, who's been averaging, what, like 200? Almost 200 yards. Yards of scrimmage? Yeah. From scrimmage? Well, 200-plus fucking uh, the catches out of the backfield, too. But the dude, I mean, Christian McCaffrey, I, I, I can't dog on that dude. That dude is fucking He's a bad motherfucker. He is legit as fuck. So, yeah, I mean, him standing on above. Uh, Dalvin Cook's actually doing pretty good this year, too, which is kind of weird. It does. Compared to seeing what he had last year. Well, and the fact that, like, all the the Viking games that I've seen so far this season, it's like they don't really even run the ball that much, at least in my opinion. I don't know, like, maybe I just wasn't paying that much attention to it, but it just didn't seem like – it seemed like – Kurt the last Cousins. one they ran a lot, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. Well, they had Kirk Cousins throw more after the spiel with <laughs> Him pretty much Adam Thielen fucking calling him out. Yeah, it's like I'd rather have – like, what was he saying? Something about uh, his fucking Kirk Cousins' wife or whatever, have her come throw the ball or something like that because at least she might know how to throw or something. <laughs> That's got to be – that's got to eat away at him. But, hell – they even, like, I mean, obviously, nobody can know what's going to happen from now till the playoffs, but um, they're picking the fucking Vikings to make a deep playoff run. Then again, they say that every fucking year. Oh, yeah. They're, they're, they're not going to win the fucking playoffs. Chat of a Minneapolis miracle and fall out in the conference. Yeah, there's just the no way in hell that they're going to fucking... They're going to be able to either... I don't think they're going to win the conference to begin with. The Packers are just too fucking good right now, which is really shocking compared from last year. Well, the thing is, what I like to say is, I don't understand the feel... I feel like the only thing you need to fucking do is contain Aaron Rodgers. All you have to do is just fucking bum rush him. But... Aaron Jones is only getting pass catches. That's the only thing. Like, he's not really running that great. He's... Getting good yards after catches, but all you have to do is stifle Rodgers. And that's what the Chiefs were doing for the most part, and then they just fucking let the pressure off, and that's how they ended up winning by one touchdown. Well, that last play, that Aaron Rodgers, for that last touchdown, that was pretty amazing. For him to almost get sacked and then yeah. roll out on the, on the right and fucking just lob it up at the back of the end zone. I mean, he had a very small window to fucking – complete that catch and that was unreal that was a fucking for but him still. but for him fucking like and i and i don't i dog on fucking cyclone players in the nfl like crazy but um that lazar for fucking uh the cyclones x player and this fucking rookie wide receiver he's been pretty he's been showing up pretty good this season compared to what he did for the cyclones but all those packers fans talking all that shit about the Niners. You guys haven't beat anybody uh, either. That's Daniel, yeah, though. you haven't beat shit either. You guys barely beat the fucking Matt Moore-led Chiefs. Yep. Matt fucking Moore. If, if Patrick, Set the fuck down and shut the fuck yeah, up. If yeah, if Patrick Mahomes would have fucking started that game, there I don't think that there would have been a fucking... They would have been a lot more of a slugfest, I think. Green Bay is the new Minnesota in the playoffs. You oh, guys yeah. can't fucking go anywhere in the playoffs. It ain't 2010 anymore, motherfuckers. You might go 
win one game in the playoffs, but you guys always fucking choke in the end. Okay, um, without trying to be as biased as possible, NFC-wise, who do you feel has the biggest threat of dethroning your 49ers and making it to the Super Bowl? If the 49ers don't make it to the Super Bowl, who do you, who do you think is the next second team Playoffs wise, playoff wise, yes. Saints, no doubt. Yeah, Saints are on another level right now. Saints ran with Teddy fucking Bridgewater and went undefeated with Teddy Bridgewater and without fucking uh, Kamara. Kamara's been banged up too. That's that's fucking crazy to me. Like Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, if, if you seen him in Washington, he had some moments, but he wasn't that good. Or even for the Vikings. Yeah, Minnesota. So I said. No, you said Washington. Did I say Washington? You might have said. Washington. I might have said Washington. I meant to say Minnesota. My bad. But you, might, I mean, I don't know. We'll have to listen back later. But <laughs> but yeah. Um. But still, I meant Minnesota. But like, he isn't as great as you know a quarterback. I mean, he's a good backup quarterback, obviously. But he did not lead that team to fucking those victories. It was a full team effort. He made great. It makes it makes a great push for a team to, to pick him up in free agency. Yeah. Okay. Now speaking of that. What team would probably fit him the best? To me, I think the Chicago Bears need to get on that fucking phone yesterday fucking calling that motherfucker up there to bring him well, up Well, see, there. the last I saw was a thing you shared with me about yep. <coughs> C.J. Beathard probably getting traded for Taylor, Taylor Gabriel. Tyler Gabriel? No, it's Taylor Gabriel. Is it Tabor? Taylor? Oh. Yeah. Which, I mean... I like C.J. Beathard, and I'd like to see him actually start. And he, I think he'd hold it down a lot better than Trubisky. Oh, 100%. I think he actually would turn that team into being at least a wild card playoff team. I would have liked him. But maybe maybe you're right about Teddy. Because I Maybe mean, I, I can <coughs> see that as Matt Nagy's type of quarterback mobile. Because Trubisky was running a lot, too. Oh, or, or a lot more than he did in college. Yeah. And he just isn't – he ain't accurate enough to run and throw on the run. So, I mean no. – So, it, it would make more sense for them to bring Teddy Two Gloves in. But, I mean, C.J. Beathard does deserve a fucking chance. I just don't think he got a fair shake for fucking San Francisco because, you know – since since Jimmy Garoppolo went down, they beefed up their offensive line, got a hell of a lot more fucking talent at wide receiver and running backs. Well, now with the addition of Coleman. Yeah. Brito was banged up a lot last year. And he got hurt again. We really didn't have much good receivers outside of our star-studded tight end, George Kittle, who's the fucking man. The GOAT. Know. That dude, I mean, he's, he, yeah, he's well, he single-handedly fucking – Phrase fucking tight end day, like they're gonna make shirts about him fucking tight end day, you know. Which in porn that that means completely different. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tight ends day, <laughs> but they only like, last one day because they're not dead after that. Yeah, but like George Kittle, I mean the dude is legit, and it's so cool to actually see a guy that you watch playing all four years of college football watching him fucking play every fucking day on Saturday or whenever and then see him transition into the NFL the way that he has. Always and, the hockey. And everybody and yeah, oh yeah, he's down you know, downright fucking full black and gold fucking till he's dead and cold, you know. Um but it's like 
you don't see that in the NFL. Like for for the state of Iowa, I mean, you don't have that kind of transition. Yeah, we had a little bit for fucking Sean Green, but uh, Dallas Clark, was Dallas Clark badass. was. Oh yeah, and Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders, yep. But they weren't like key fucking role players. I mean, Dallas Clark was. Dallas was key with Peyton Manning. That connection was awesome. Yeah, but you have Peyton Manning throwing to you. But yeah, I mean they didn't blow up Dallas Clark like George Kittle's blown up. No, no. But then again, George Kittle just broke the record last year for yards. Yeah, and it's always funny. And yards after catch, him throwing dudes down and like and just wanted... taking so many guys to even tackle him. He's he's gonna be better than Gronk in my opinion. I mean, he may not have the rings that Gronk has. But I think, like, heart-wise and fucking skill-wise, I think he's already better than fucking Gronk. He's faster than Gronk, that's for sure. I mean, well, he's only in his third year, so he's got plenty of time to get some rings. <clears throat> oh, fuck yeah, dude. I let's, hope they get it this year. Let's hopefully to get it this year, yeah. Make a playoff run. That fucking state needs... And, you know, that's kind of weird, too. I don't... I'm not... I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theories and all that shit, but it seems like whenever there's, like, a national disaster in a certain spot, like... Katrina, fucking, then the New Orleans Saints a few years after that fucking went to the Super Bowl, won theirs. Fucking, now you got the fucking whole state of California is practically on fire right now. They're always on fire, though. Yeah, but... Who would want to really live there? Well, at any moment, you could fucking be sleeping and fucking have a fucking hurricane, or, or not a hurricane, but a earthquake or whatever. They pay out their ass. The cost of living is outrageous. Unreal. And, yeah, you have earthquakes all the time. Uh, you have fucking wildfires all the damn time. You got people shitting in the streets and fucking dirty needles all over. Yeah, I mean, why would you want to live there? Like, yeah, it's nice all year round, but so is the rest of the southern fucking states. And they don't have as bad as crime and all that other shit. I'm not trying to get all political or anything like that. But it's just like, it's kind of weird, though. It seems like whenever there's a natural disaster, like another thing, too, like with the World Series. Actually, I need to check that soon before we get off the air. Um, with the Houston, when they had their fucking hurricane, then, the fall, then that same year, the Houston Astros went in the fucking World Series, won the World Series. I mean, it sounds a lot of fucking like I have a lot of tinfoil. Well, can't see it. Can't say the same about the Houston Texans, though. No, 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 no. But they they're fucking coming around too. But hell, look at J.J. Watt. He went down with his fucking pectoral fucking tear or whatever, and he's done for the season. They still make good runs. They have to. I mean, J.J. Watt's an awesome player. He's badass and he's a great person outside. But oh, definitely, dude can't stay in injury free for the life of him every every year. You know. But I don't think I think maybe it he happens, had I like guess. two years where he actually made it a full season, but they were down years, so he wasn't like he was on the field like he is now or what he was or whatever. But it's just I don't know. I think that it's going to be interesting coming this uh, when it gets closer to the playoff season to see how fucking these teams that have been dominating all year long, like the Patriots and the Forty ers if they can keep that momentum all season long because injuries do take a fucking big factor in the way teams play. But, I mean, in the Niners' defense, they've been injured all season with key players. Mm -hmm. Staley, their lead tackle, has been injured for weeks and weeks. And as much as you... School's filled in pretty damn good for him. Yeah. 
Well, and, and the way that you and me were kind of like dogging on Bosa for fucking his uh, injury. injury, you know, the way he was in college and shit. He's definitely making the run for fucking defensive that rookie of the year. more and shut my fucking mouth and had my doubts about him. Yep. And they were all, all the fucking pay- on the Patriots. I didn't have play. doubts about his level of play. I just had doubts of him staying healthy throughout a season and to not sit out like his brother did. Yeah. And after yeah, he's, getting drafted like Joey did, like right away for the Chargers. Yeah, Nick is above and beyond more of a player, more of a complete player than than Joey is. Defensive MVP and Rookie of the Year. I'm saying that right now. Oh yeah. Well, he's definitely winning the the Defensive Rookie of the Year for sure. Killing. And this, I seen this one post about it, and they're like, they're like this is dumb. This one idiot on there is like. He's a Steelers fan. Devin Bush, look at his stats. Look at how many tackles he got. Bush is a linebacker, for one. Yeah. He's guarding receivers and can rush the quarterback and running back. He's going to play all the... They're two different complete... Yeah. Can't compare him stat-wise. No. But to compare defensive players impact-wise, of how well they're helping their defense impact-wise, Bosa for sure. Oh yeah, he's always look how many pressures he has on quarterbacks already. He didn't even have to count all the sacks; just count <laughs> all the pressures and hits. And hell, like when when I would be messaging you or whatever on Messenger or whatnot, it was like almost every other fucking play, like Bosa, fucking like nonstop, like every fucking time that that dude took the fucking field on defense. Fucking monster! Motherfuckers were calling his name every goddamn time, and like I said, you know, before the season even began, like. I always talk shit on the 49ers for as long as Ben, have, ben and I have always, known each other. Yeah, you've always I have talked hated all that shit. talking. I mean, I could not, I could not say anything kind about the 49ers in our whole fucking time of being friends together, and I can't say nothing bad about them. They're like they're actually getting me more excited about fucking watching football, which is kind of sad being a Dolphins fan. I don't really get that ex- excited anymore. Like even with uh, Monday Night Football, the Dolphins playing the Steelers. Like yeah, I was... predicted it, and I even said right before the fucking game was like, like we're gonna play two fucking great quarters right in the beginning to get our fucking hopes up, and then we're gonna shit the bed the fucking third and fourth. Sure, just fucking to make shit. It look like they're not yep. tanking. They're just they just have to do that to fucking keep. They're people. eventually gonna have to win one game to make it look like they're not tanking. They're and gonna I... catch on. Like, hey, wait a minute. These guys are always doing so well in the first half, and then they shit themselves in the second half, and then. Well, didn't you bring it up to me too that? What about all the fucking years that the Browns had been fucking absolute shit? Same thing for the Detroit Lions. Why didn't they get investigated at every fucking cost when they were fucking losing all their fucking games? Oh, and look I, at the Bengals. I don't think I brought that up, but that is a good point, though. It's just like none of these teams. It might have been somebody else, but. It's just like none of these other teams are getting fucking, you know, under the radar or fucking under the microphone or mi- microphone, magnifying glass to fucking um, microscope, microscope, whatever. Fucking why is it like now that the Dolphins are fucking losing on purpose that it's such a big fucking deal? And now they want to fucking impl- implement the fucking NBA lottery uh, scheme for fucking the drafts. It's like, so you're no. saying. So you're saying that if a fucking team just 
downright sucks and they're not trying to fucking lose and they're you know they're you know they're trying to win but they can't fucking win you're gonna penalize them for being shitty and them not even being able to get the first round draft pick like what kind of fucking there's many reasons why i fucking don't like basketball and i don't want the nfl to go like basketball i love the nfl way more than that i don't want this bullshit of being just i don't know teams that are just fucking gonna buy out and get super fucking stacked yeah with all these like, drama fucking players like and, the warriors and the fucking rockets and the clippers now but it's like look at the okay look at that and you know the way that the fucking 76ers and the new york knicks have fucking been tanking for years and years and years and they always get shitted on when it comes time for the lottery draft yeah, they get may they may get a couple more fucking uh, chances of getting that first round pick, but you know the odds always go away from them, and that's exactly what what happened in the NFL. Like, let's say the Miami Dolphins lose all the fucking games all throughout the season. Well, I don't know they'll, they'll at least win one game, but regardless of that, if they did the lottery type system, they would get like an eighty percent chance of getting the first round draft pick. Well. 80% is you still have 20% against you. I mean, I I also hate the fact that I mean, I'd like to see other teams go. I mean, I'd love to see the 49ers go all the time, by the way. But if you if you had shit like that, say the Patriots loaded up on players and you see them all the time in the top and you just don't give the lower fucking teams that maybe they weren't trying to tank that year and they just happen to suck. <laughs> You don't give them a chance to get a better player right away? No. Top draft? I mean, the way you look at it, though, I mean, it's pretty much like a lottery system. I mean, the team that wins the Super Bowl should have the last pick, and they should have the hardest schedule the following year. And it just hasn't worked out that way. Like, they should be scheduling the fucking teams, and this is how the fucking Patriots get away with it. They'll schedule the fucking cupcake teams that they know from last year weren't that great and know that they'll be able to beat. They'll schedule them in the beginning part of their fucking uh, the season. So while all those teams that they're playing against are getting they all did beat think up. The, people did think the Steelers were still going to be good. They're like, oh, you got the cancers out of the locker room. They're going to be better. Well, I wasn't one of them. I knew they were going to turn into shit. Well, I didn't if, know they were going to turn into this much shit. Well, would they have turned... As bad if Ben Brathenberger was out there throwing the ball instead of fucking Mason Rudolph? Yes. You think so? Not as bad. Probably, I mean, stat-wise, maybe. I don't know. Everybody looked a little bit better. I don't think they'd have as many wins still. I think they'd be the same, really. Okay, now I got another thing to ask you. How savage is this for the fucking Cincinnati Bengals to fucking bench fucking Andy Dalton on his fucking birthday of all days saying, you're done. We're going to start the fucking rookie. You're not playing anymore this season. Over the red rocket. I mean, that, what kind of fucking, I mean, it's like, that's savage as fuck, dude. It's like, happy birthday, you're benched. You know, it's like, what the fuck, man? Honestly, I mean, he doesn't, he hasn't had help this year either. AJ Green's been out the entire season. season. So you got your number one receiver out. Joe Mixon is not doing as great as he did that we see last year. Some glimpses of him doing good. 
He's just not there either. Uh, I don't know. Is it the line? Maybe I haven't really paid much attention to Bengals. Yeah, I haven't game seen a until we game of theirs. beat the brakes off of them uh, week two. But I just thought our defense is so badass that we do that to everybody anyway. So I didn't like think of it. You know, and that's the thing too. Like defensive wise, you know, that's why like everyone's always comparing the Forty ers fucking defense. Is they're saying that it's, they're not as elite as the Patriots, but it's like. Patriots have not played anybody except for the fucking Bills. Bills are the only team that had a winning record. You've played, what, three teams with winning records so far this season? Uh, Rams, the fucking last week against Panthers. Panthers did the Rams. And at the time, the Browns were not as bad. The Rams were all right. They didn't look, they were kind of looking kind of bad. But then again, right away, they won two games right after that. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, and then they Niners got... just make every team look bad right now. Yeah, they do. And I just don't I just don't see how the fucking Patriots' momentum can take them as far as they're thinking they're going to take them. The defense can only do so much. And once they play a fucking team that has an actual quarterback and fucking receivers that can catch, like – this coming Sunday when they're playing the fucking the Baltimore Ravens, I think they're going to be in for a world of fucking hurt. I think they're, I don't know. It seems like I say that shit, but it's like, it seems like. I seen that. It seems well, yeah, but it seems like fucking teams completely forget how to fucking play football when they play against the Patriots. Like, look at fucking Baker Mayfield. I mean, who the fuck in their right minds would just lob the ball up right at the fucking, when the fucking running back's back is away from him, throws it, and then the fucking defender fucking catches it and fucking interception. I knew he wasn't going to turn out that great. No, he's just, like they said. It's that cycle. He's just a a sober Johnny Manziel. (laughs) Play like shit, and then play a good game against somebody, call out the haters. Then play like shit again. Just keep recycling it. <laughs> oh, like that meme. That shit is funny as fuck. Colin Kyle heard fucking backed oh. off of him because he talked that shit about him with the TD celebration. Which I mean, right? He was celebrating with his team, but oh, when he played for Oklahoma, yeah. Well, he well he said that the whole fucking. He celebrated beforehand, but, like, he was so far away, and, like, he didn't want to get fucking uh, unsportsmanlike or some shit, like, because he was taking up too much time or whatever to celebrate or whatever with the team. But, yeah, I mean, I can see that, though. How long does this thing, how long is this able to record for? For as long as we want. Oh, really? Okay, I didn't know if there was a time limit on nope, it or not. No limit. Didn't mean to fucking change no the No limit, soldier. Uh-oh. It just fell asleep a little bit. I okay. think it's still recording. But, uh, like... But yeah, I just I just don't see how the fuck all the teams like the fucking Patriots are going to be able to carry that momentum because this is going to be the true testament because they'll play the fucking Ravens, the Eagles, the Chiefs, the fucking um, fuck, there's a the couple. Chiefs with Mahomes back. I'm pretty sure is going to be back by then. Yeah, hopefully. And I'm glad that they fucking kept him out because they were actually talking about because he was Rushing able to practice. Back, yeah. Like they were talking about bringing him back. It's like just. He's your franchise fucking quarterback. Why the fuck would you bring him back after getting lucky? I mean, you might not, you know, get lucky the second time around. Madden Kursk. Oh, God, don't say that shit. 
Only eighty percent, right? <laughs> if that was the if that was the case, then fucking they should put Brady on that motherfucker every goddamn year. But the year he was on it, he didn't get injured. Well, he kind of did, but he didn't like. He lost the Super Bowl that year. He didn't stay out of the play. Or that was the year. The, game. the last time he got it was 2015, and that was when they played against the fucking Broncos in the championship game and got beat old beat by the old fucking old man Peyton. But it's, I mean, it's so humbling and so great that, dude, when we were first doing the podcast at the beginning of the season, uh, I was thinking our ceiling was 10-6, and six, and now I feel like our ceiling is 13-3. and three. Well, like what I was telling you, too, like you were, I mean, you were dogging on your team more than I was in the beginning of the season. I was like, dude, I honestly think that they could probably win that division. And you're like, fuck, we're going to get third place if that. It's like. Nah, I, th- I was thinking second. Oh, were you thinking second? Well, I just, because I didn't know, because I knew for sure that the fucking Rams weren't going to be as good as they were last season. And that defense carried them, and that defense got a lot more weaker. But then they just got Jalen Ramsey, which. I mean, it's not like a fucking Super Bowl contending team anymore, but... Then then get rid of Akeem Tlaib to the Dolphins. Well, that was necess- That was pretty much just us trading a fucking fifth round... Or them trading a fifth round draft pick for one of our seventh round our draft picks or whatever. And then eating $4.5 million of fucking uh, dead, cape, uh, dead cap uh, space on the Rams side. So, I did call it out when McVay got there and they signed all them players and loaded up the roster. I said, this is their Super, window, Super Bowl window now, and if they don't win this year, they're never going to go back. Well, then look at fucking Cooks, too, their fucking wide receiver. He just went down for the second fucking con- concussion of this month. Yeah, he's doing so high, yeah. Well, he's like, he doesn't understand. There's, he's like, I think something's wrong because I don't understand why I keep having these fucking concussions. Well, you're getting hit in the fucking head, dumbass. Fuck! <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> How else do you think you're going to get a concussion? You think you're going to sneeze and you get a concussion? Well, last year Cooper Cup was doing a pretty good, and Cooks is still doing pretty good. And then Cup went down with the injury. Now Cup's back and he's doing pretty good. But yeah, <clears throat> in the midst of that Super Bowl window, I said they ain't going back. And then they're shipping out all these players to try to avoid hit, getting hit with all these cap. And then. Went after Jalen Ramsey. Got rid of Marcus Peterson and Akeem Tlaib. And I just, yeah, they're not, they won a couple games, but I don't think they're really making much of a playoff run. I mean, they're going to be in playoffs maybe, but they ain't going to make a run for it. The not one, Super Bowl wise. The one game that I'm looking forward to really a lot this season um, is the game that you're going to be at down in New Orleans. I'm going to be pumped. I was having my doubts. I was like, man, I think we're just going to get the brakes beat off of us. New Orleans good. I was like, I think we'll be 10 and 16. I just hope we don't. What we week is that? Get killed. 14. Hell, I mean, would you fucking risk? I mean, if let's say you're so far. I mean, I don't know. Teams don't really fucking uh, rest their, their starters that early. If they're like, let's say you guys are guaranteed to win the fucking conference on that on that side, would you fucking risk uh, resting starters for that game? I but, mean, if we're only at one loss by then, I don't know. Week 14 is still pretty early. But it is the Saints, and they are a strong team. To make a deep playoff run, I don't know. Because if you're already guaranteed the first round 
by or whatever. By that time, yeah. But I, I mean, if that was the case, I maybe rest the starters, yeah. But we know that's not going to happen. Seattle's doing pretty good. They're yeah, all, you're going to be in competition with them the whole rest of the season. We will. I think we're going to split ones with them. So now that you know, we had some time to think for top quarterbacks of this season. Who would be your MVP candidate for what you thought was going to be, which happened to be Matt Ryan, and boy, that didn't turn out right. He wasn't doing that bad, though, but, I mean, the only one I could see really doing this doing really well, uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson, yep. Patrick Mahomes, but... (laughs) Patrick, before he went down with that injury, but I think that injury kind of... Hampers his, his season stats, his season or stats, and the run for it. But it's just, I mean, you were—you have to admit—you were a little bit wrong about the Mahomes deal. Like you thought he was just—I oh, was way wrong. I thought he was going to drop out of the top five. Yeah, and I had him at number one going into the season. So, and neither one of us really had fucking Russell I, Wilson. I backtracked. Yeah, neither one of us had Russell Wilson, but I did backtrack. Well, we had him. I top saw 10. that preseason game that we had against him. I was like, damn, that dude's still fucking slinging it. Well, that and the the fact that, you know, like neither one of us had him. We had Russell Wilson top 10, but it wasn't high top 10. It was fucking maybe seven or eight. I can't remember. I'll have to go back and listen to that podcast. But it's just, it's kind of weird how good that, I mean, because he really isn't playing with a whole lot of talent. I mean, he's got that DJ Metcalf, but. I mean, he doesn't have a whole lot of talent on that fucking... But you know who he didn't have near up the top at all? I don't even think it was in our top ten. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, nobody's had that, no. I didn't see that coming. I didn't think he was going to be... I thought he was a one-and-done one type season. We sure the fuck ain't going to have Breaker Mayfield. I already knew that. Because we only seen glimpses of him last year with Flacco starting. Yeah. And he didn't look that good, really. I mean, he rushed pretty good, but it was like, <laughs> he's still kind of choppy. Yeah, I mean, he wasn't that accurate. But I guess to give him an offseason to train as a But then you got Deshaun Watson, too. Deshaun Watson's been playing some damn good ball, too. Deshaun Watson's been playing good. and I He started off good, and he kind of knew. It's just the injury looked like it was pulling him back a little bit, but you still could see him being a good quarterback. Well, they definitely kept him in the fucking pocket a lot more this season. Yeah, it's good, though. That dude, what, fucking punctured along? Yeah. <sighs> I can't imagine. Well, then he man. got hit in the eye on Sunday against yeah. the Raiders. I thought he got fucking like hurt because like Still the way that they were wrapping him up on his fucking knee, like I thought he hurt his leg because when the way he went down, and I'm like fuck. But it was a cool fucking ending because like he spun out of that motherfucker and then fucking threw it in there for the game winning touchdown. So it's like holy shit, you know. And and then I see him on the ground. I'm like fuck, what happened? And then it just ended up being his fucking eye, but. He got lucky. <laughs> I yeah. thought it was going to be a knee again or something like that. Whenever you see a quarterback grabbing, like down, head down on the fucking pavement or on the on the turf or whatever, you always think the worst. So, but yeah, that was fucking. A, that was a fun game to watch too. But I have to say, man, your 49ers by far look the most impressive this last week compared to any other fucking team. I was thinking about it more and more and thinking about. Well, how long is this run going to last before we take the first L? But it's like... It will probably be in division. 
it would either be against the Seahawks or again against the Yeah, well, I mean, I know, but it was like I was just thinking of how close to now, like how early it's going to be. I think we're going to beat Arizona. Oh, you guys are going to beat the shit out of Arizona. But then, and then I was like, well, Seattle, but Seattle's coming to our house. It's like, are we really going to go 10 and 0? Maybe we're not fucking losing to Seattle twice. We're not getting fucking swept around again. No, we're splitting it. Yeah. I think you're going to split with them. I think you could possibly sweep the Rams. Either we're losing the Seattle at home or at their home at their home. I don't see you losing at home against them. But that one ain't till week seventeen. At home, or at Seattle's home. home. Oh, there's okay. I was gonna say, wow, they like to wait till the last minute. But yeah, we have them right out of the Cardinals in San Francisco. Well, okay, technically now, Santa Clara. Now we'll talk about for my Dolphins. What team do you think, if any, do they beat this season? What what team do you think they'll get their first win against? Honestly, I thought last night they were going to get their first win against the Steelers. But then you brought up the point, like, they always start out strong and then the shit to bed. And I was like, hey, he's right. Yeah. This is exactly <laughs> how he described it and how it's going down. Like, okay. Who, who do you who guys the, got the rest on the schedule? We got the Jets twice, Bills once. Oh, you got the Jets this week, too. Yeah. And then we got. Uh, I think I did pick Miami, actually. Did you really? Nah, maybe I. It's in, Mi- it's in Miami. Maybe I should switch back to Miami. They're gonna have to win one game, right? Well, Xavier Howard's out the rest of the season because he got two interceptions, and that's a big no-no. You can't fucking have those in the fucking NFL. So. And Talib's already on IR until the week fifteen. Until week fifteen. So it's like traded away Kenyon Drake <clears throat> yep, to the Arizona Cardinals. So yeah, speaking of that. I'm, I said something when I sent the f- trial thing to you to see how this worked, but it's like the Cardinals reaching for a running back. They felt like they're that desperate. And it's like, I don't think they're going to make a playoff run, really. I mean, they're that desperate. Why wouldn't they just bring a guy off the practice squad? I mean, knowing that uh, Edmonds is out for a few weeks and – is DJ hurt worse than he was leading on? I'm thinking that both of those are injured more than what they're leading on. They don't want to give up any fucking information. I think my brother either. was talking about they were talking about putting DJ on IR. Oh shit! His ankle's that bad? I don't know. I haven't I haven't heard anything about it. Like other than what my brother said, I haven't seen anything social media wise. Well, it makes sense, I mean, for them to bring fucking Kenny and Drake in. So I don't even know how much we even got for him. I know they said that they were going to give us a comp- compensation pick. Whatever the I mean, they're they're battling out the Rams probably for third place. But maybe if they make a strong enough record in our division that the top three will go to the playoffs if the rest of the – but I don't see the NFC being that weak to have – Everybody being that atrocious that they aren't going to make playoffs besides the NFC East. Well, they're talking that the fucking Eagles are going to come back and win that division again. It's like. Yeah, but they can win that division at seven and nine, probably. (laughs) Yeah, and be under a 500. So it's like, how can you. 
to me, I think that you should at least win your conference and, and, and at least have a winning record, at least of, you know, 500 or whatever record in order to fucking be in the playoffs. Well, that's the way it is. It is like that. Yeah. So if they don't have winning records, even if they're division champs, they're not guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. I thought they were, I thought every division winner gets a spot in the playoffs. No. Just depends. Well, I mean, usually the division winners have winning records compared to other ones, so it's, they usually get in. But say say no other divisions third place gets less than, than 500, but the NFC East is less than 500 on the record on the final year, then nobody from the NFC East is going to go. No. I don't, I mean. But, but, I mean, what are the odds of that happening? It did. You know, it does make sense because I do remember from a, well, it's been a while ago since uh, the fucking NFC South there was like a few years where they didn't have any team go from the to the playoffs from that division, or because like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers had like a fucking five game or they were basically a five win team. Like, why would they put that team in the fucking playoffs when all the other ones? That was back when Drew Brees. Bruce Arians needs to get rid of Winston and fast. Oh, he's definitely going to be done after this season. Same thing for fucking. Look at the way Godwin turned out. He's turning out pretty badass. That's a good compliment to Mike Evans. Yeah. Well, then Marcus Mariota got benched for fucking Ryan Tannehill. And, I mean, I I was a Tannehill fan. Then I hated him because he just sucked. But when you fucking see the way that he plays when he actually has a fucking offensive line that will block for him, the dude could fucking throw the ball. I honestly didn't think... When Mariota and Winston first came in, I said, Winston's overrated and he sucks. I said, Mariota's going to be pretty decent. And <laughs> I was pretty wrong about him being pretty decent. Like, he, he, ain't, he ain't doing so hot. Well, he did good um, when they beat against the – when he beat the fucking Chiefs a few years ago when that fucking ricochet fucking ball came back in his oh, hand and ran in for a touchdown. Yeah. I mean – Everybody picked the fucking Chiefs to win. I think that was Mahomes, or no, that was uh, Alex Smith's last game there, because they had still had Mahomes on the bench, but it would have been Mahomes' first year. But they like they had the Chiefs winning that one big, and they fucking went and just fucking mopped the floor with them in that game. So it's like you got both the Chiefs and the fucking Packers that are both teams that do really well during the fucking regular season. And then completely shit the bed in the playoffs, like you said too. Except for that one fluke year for the the Packers in, in the fucking Super Bowl in 2010 against the Steelers, which I don't see many years for the fucking Steelers to be able to come back and be a playoff team. Because I think this is going to be the last season that Ben Big Ben's going to be there. Because he might as well just retire and get out. Well, why the fuck would he? Why would he want to stay? He's fucking. Unless he becomes best friends with AB again. That's true. Hey, did you miss me? So anyways, I had a rape allegation against me, so does that make us best friends? <laughs> so Ben, when you were jerking up on the back of bitches, did you ever text them afterwards? <laughs> did you threaten them? You did? 
<laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yep. Again? Yep. <laughs> Fucking We should be roommates. I'll get the top bank. <laughs> I can't believe that dude's talking about going back to fucking Pittsburgh. Oh, what is God. wrong with him? He's got a fucking screw loose. Way big time. I don't think anybody wants to go through that shit and bring him in and go through that drama. Well, and as soon as he fucking, because it's going to be a while before the fucking, um, the whole rape allegations and all that bullshit. I had to eat crow about Antonio Brown. I defended that guy so much. as I've never seen any drama about that guy. Like, not big like this. And then dude gets released. Had the tiff with fucking Big Ben. Pulls the bullshit against with Oakland. Then goes to New England and plays a game. And then gets the rape allegations. Well, he tried saying that when he got uh, traded to fucking Oakland. It's like, the only reason why you guys brought me there is for fucking hard knocks ratings. The whole reason why they brought him in. So that they can get ratings. It's like fucking Hard Knocks always gets fucking ratings. It doesn't matter if it's the fucking Browns, the Bengals, or the fucking Raiders. I know. Or the Dolphins. But it's like, I'm sure they wouldn't have been disappointed to have one of the top receivers to stay on their team either afterwards. But he made drama filled. Stupid. Well, do you think this is going to be Derek Carr's last season then for the Raiders? Oh. Jay Gruden, I don't know, man. He's a different kind of beast. John Green. John, whatever. I don't know. Do you think he brings in his brother out in the off season? No, because his brother already went to a college team. Did we already talk about this? Not sure. Oh. But yeah, I think his I think his brother went to some college team or whatever coach. Really? Mm-hmm. But then there's rumors about Harbaugh getting fired or getting bought out of his contract and going to the NFL. Well, I mean, there's a few teams that are looking for one. I know that. I mean, Washington, Washington for sure. Browns will probably look for one after this. There's not. Yeah, Washington. They're looking a lot more complete, sort of, with uh, the substitute coach. Yeah, but they're not playing as bad. I don't know. But it's weird how like they they did that, like with Cleveland. They've had all that shit going. Hugh Jackson got fired. They promoted the D coordinator as filling head coach. And they were doing good at the end. And they looked like they could have turned it around and had a and then they like beefed up everybody. But then they got rid of him and he ended up on the Jets. Yeah, it don't make any sense. Maybe well, that's why it went with a downfall. They should have just left the D coordinator as the fucking head coach. That would have been the smart thing to do. Because uh, obviously Freddie Kitchens ain't doing a whole lot of fucking nothing. Well, he's lost that fucking... He's lost that locker room. He's oh, just... for sure. How do you get that many people on a team that is that caliber? Minus the quarterback. <laughs> and not do shit with it. Well, and, and like I tried to explain, well, you, you and I both talked about it in the offseason that, you know, they're paper champions. They look good on paper, but can they mesh? There's a lot of prima donnas on that fucking team. But, I, I mean, I thought at least the fact that fucking Landry and Beckham are, like, best buds and we're on the LSU, that's great chemistry right there. Apparently it's not enough. What's the common denominator? Baker Mayfield, probably. Mm-hmm. Well, and he, you know, he made so many stupid plays or stupid pass plays, or whatever. This last last game against the Patriots, so it's like, for fuck's sakes, man! I mean, you you have receivers that are wide open in the slant, 
and he's fucking just running and trying to make something happen, gets sacked. I mean, yeah, he's definitely. The I mean, issue Nick there. Chubb's still doing good. I mean, yeah. we've seen him last year with well, Clemson. I knew he was going to continue to be a badass. But what, um, what I don't understand is when is uh, Keem Hunt going to come Kareem back? Kareem Hunt's back this week. See, I, and then I thought it was last week that he was. I thought he was only suspended through week eight or two week eight or whatever. <clears throat> nah, yeah, well, it got yeah, it's lifted. I think. I don't know if he's practicing or not. Yeah, he probably is. You but what think. are they going to do? They'll probably split the carries between them. Chubb's fantasy stock's probably going to plummet. Mm-hmm. He's going to get at least half of what he's got. Unless it turns out like the Eckler-Gordon situation. Because Gordon came in, and the first two games back, they both didn't do shit, and it kind of sucked. Because I have, I have Eckler. But then... Eckler did pretty... No, it was the week before. Take it back. This week, nah, a whole lot. But the week before, he did good. Even with Gordon back. Gordon came back and kind of ruined the Chargers. Yeah, he did. But he wasn't a drama queen about shit when he Well, now they're actually off. looking They were actually looking to trade him, too. I thought they were going to sh- trade him for sure by the deadline, but they didn't. What I mean... Oh, it's the same thing with, like, fucking A.J. Green. Like, the Bengals completely for just you know, eliminate all fucking speculations of them trying to trade the fucking AJ Green which I understand because he's definitely a fucking jersey seller he's a merchandise mover but you know like he hasn't done nothing for you the last two seasons why keep him no when... he has I mean he's been injured but he's been doing great he still has oh yeah and I'm not dogging on him there but I'm but just now saying but he like... ain't got Dalton now he's got some backup quarterback which they're going to – and that's what I think, too, is going to happen is both the Dolphins and the Bengals are tanking for a fucking quarterback. They're all, both going for Tua, and I don't even ask me how to pronounce his last name because I have no fucking clue. I remembered it for like one day and then I forgot. Well, it's like – Taco Goliova? I forget. I fucked that up. I butchered it. Yeah, well, It's not like he's going to listen to our podcast, but like, that's a bitch. He doesn't know how to say my last name, and he calls himself a fan. Well, my bad, motherfucker. You need to get a different name. Short that shit up. <laughs> Tua Tank. We'll just call you that. Tua Tank. Tank Tank, tank for Tua. Tanking for Tua. So it's like, I just, I don't know. For me, I just don't see how either fucking quarterbacks in the fucking draft this season is going to pan out in the NFL. I don't think Tua is going to be as good. Everyone's like, oh, man, he's the most dynamic all complete quarterback, blah blah blah. It's like yeah, but he plays for fucking Alabama, and he fucking has blue chip collar fucking talent all around him. You know, put him on a team like I was telling you earlier. Put him on a team like they did with Mika Fitzpatrick, putting him on the Dolphins, where he came from a fucking a franchise from the Alabama Crimson Tide, where all they do is fucking win championships. Go to a fucking team that's purposely tanking, and. I don't like to fucking lose. Mommy, get me out of here. You know. Plus the fact that Alabama has terrible track record of any Alabama quarterback panning out in the NFL. And they were trying to say, too, like, oh, you can't compare him to past Alabama quarterbacks because they don't fucking mold NFL caliber quarterbacks. They're more strictly offensive line, defensive line, and wide receivers and running backs. Well, I can't really say running backs because – 
Trent uh, Richardson comes to my mind when they when I hear that. Derrick Henry isn't too bad. He started off he's a not big that great, but though. then he's fucking turning it on now. Yeah, last season he ended really well too. Yeah. That one fucking game over two hundred yards. That ninety-nine yard run that he had. That was unreal. That was in the playoffs too, wasn't it? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, maybe. I remember watching the highlights. So. I don't watch a whole lot of Titans. Yeah, I don't watch. I mean, if it's the 49ers, I'll watch it. Dolphins, I'll watch it. Patriots, I have no choice to watch it. I watch, I watch a lot of Red Zone unless the Niners are playing because I'd like to keep an eye on my fantasy players, see how they're doing. And see, that's the thing, too. Like, for me, like, since I didn't play fantasy football this season, like, it's, like, more of an eye-opening thing because, like, before it was, like, I was always focused on those fucking players and, like, I was always flip-flopping, didn't know, like, oh, should I bench him? Fucking should I start him? Like, bring him back to fucking uh, George Kittle. Like, he was, like, the hidden secret, you know, that nobody fucking knew about. Like, everyone's like, why the fuck did you draft him? And they fucking come out and balled out. And then I next did, thing I you know, fucking people too. were, like, fucking offering me, like, three fucking players for just him alone. And it's like, fuck too. you, motherfuckers. You guys didn't pick him up. It's like, I kept telling you motherfuckers that he was going to be a fucking playmaking son of a bitch because he played fucking badass for the Hawkeyes. And they didn't believe me because they were Hawkeye players. Well, look at you now, motherfuckers, trying to fucking offer me fucking Aaron Rodgers for fucking for a tight end. Come on now. He was not pretty much the only Niner I picked up last year. No, I, I take it back. I picked up Jimmy G for a little bit. I did, he get their, did he get their defense? <clears throat> this year, yeah. We got lucky on that. I knew there were going to be something. They didn't really. I didn't know they were going to be as good as they are. But I knew they were going to be something. I was like, I know this front seven is going to be good. I uh, still had a little bit of doubts about Bosa being injury. I knew he could make an impact when he actually played, and he has. But I thought he'd be injured more. But I was just like, I was pumped about D Ford coming in. On yeah, the I was going to say, like, damn, D Ford. D Ford that dude's a beast. DeForest Buckner. You guys really dodged a bullet with that one dude, fucking uh, Ruben Foster. Wow, I mean... He was decent, but he really shit the we bed. We dodged... Well, yeah, we dodged... Well, I mean, we we picked him up and then shipped him up because of his own stupid shit. But then he went down in Washington and that ended this season. Yeah, the beginning, before even preseason started. Yeah, I man, it was in training camp. Uh, it just it makes you wonder, though, like, what teams do different... You know, when they're doing, like, uh, their strength and conditioning coaches and all that shit. Like, all these teams that are have really bad records or bad, bad rap sheets of fucking having players that get injured easily. Like, what are they doing different than other teams? Like, other teams seem, like, it seems like every fucking year all their players remain healthy throughout the season. Or even before. Yeah, it's weird because we fired our other strength and conditioning coach, got a new one. And we still have a lot of players that are injured all the time. But I haven't what, even really seen him play Jalen Hurd, really. What is like? What are other teams doing that's fucking any different than what you know our teams are doing? Like sneaking up undetectable peds. Yeah, we're gonna we're <laughs> doing a Julian Pedelman. Julian Pedelman. P E D L O M A N. 
PEDs nuts. I guarantee you, fucking, if they were to drug test Tom Brady right now, that motherfucker would have horse semen in his fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't drink nothing yet, but I don't want you to die. <laughs> At least I'll be able to watch it. It's empty. <laughs> Uh, I had to go there. Sorry, it was. It's been brutal. Well, we know. As many of you guys know, that he is a Dolphins fan, and sure shit, he came in here with the Dolphins. I'm always ripping, dude. Dolphins That's probably what those fuckers are laughing at when when we were in their fucking movie theater. Probably got up. Look at he's a Dolphins fan. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, fuckers. I mean, it's rebuild. I, I had to go through that with San Francisco. You can't fucking give up on your team. That just, you know, that yeah, makes you a Fairweather fan. Yeah. It's like, I'm loyal, fucking, I'll wear my Dolphins shit, don't matter what our fucking record is. You know, like, I had a guy, this Devin, um, I can't remember his last name, but he was, he's a Colts fan. Anyways, he was fucking like, oh, I bet you were fucking cheering really hard in the fucking first and second quarter, huh? It's like, dude, I fucking cheer the whole fucking game. I don't give a fuck if it's like 50 to nothing. I'm fucking still cheering on my fucking team because that's just how I am. I know. Like, well, I mean, sometimes I get pissed off. And oh, I get pissed off. Like, and I, I don't shut it off. But I don't jump ship. I'm still a no. Niner fan. I and still was always. There's been a few games this, this year like where I just completely shut the game off and then, then I end up regretting it. Like, for instance, when fucking the Miami Miracle happened. I shut it off right before that fucking play happened because I was like, there's no fucking way. It's seven seconds. <laughs> We're I done. think I might have. No, I was watching Red Zone, and they showed that play. I only saw it was basically the highlight. Well, I but just, I was like, wow, that's fucking insane. They, I was like, they, did you see this shit? Once they kicked that fucking field goal, and then we went down by four, I was like, well, that's game, you know? So I fucking, I was watching on my phone, so I fucking shut it off, and then... I think I put a load of laundry in or, or no, a load of fucking dishes or something. And then I come back in and then like, cause I was watching regular football, whatever on channel eight or 17, one or the other Fox or CBS. And then they show the fucking highlights of what happened. And I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? And then I turn back on, put on my, uh, my phone or whatever. And Facebook just fucking blew up like fucking. Yeah. That shit, shit was insane. Just the way that they fucking won. It's like, yeah, that's our fucking Super Bowl every year. The Patriots. <laughs> I say that shit sometimes too, but yeah. But to it's give you just, shit. Yeah, but it's still like you know, that shit was fucking unbelievable, and I just that from that point on, I haven't shut off a fucking game because any given Sunday, you know, like the same thing for when we were playing against the fucking Chargers, um, or no, who was it? Was it the Chargers? No, Buffalo. Whatever team fucking we bout fucking one and we went for two instead of fucking tying it up to go to overtime. Was it the Chargers? I'm not sure. I don't remember. But uh, I shut it off before that that game ended. And then fucking they went for two and fucking Kenyon Drake, Drake dropped the fucking ball. And otherwise we would have won that fucking game too. So, oh well. Old Fumble Ruskies. That's why I was like, you know, the dude had five or seven seven fumbles so far this season. So good luck with that shit in Arizona, motherfucker. <laughs> it's like, I do thank you for the fucking Miami Miracle play. That's for damn sure. But 
the, the one player that I thought would have been long gone before the season even began was fucking Devontae Parker. That motherfucker's still on the fucking team. Of all the fucking players that I thought we were, they were going to get rid of, he should have been the first one to go, but fucking he lasted it longer than any other fucking player. Because he's good at being crappy. Well, he's actually, I mean, he's been one of our most productive, besides Preston Williams, he's been our most productive fucking receiver this year, this season so far. That's because they got rid of all of them. Yeah. Well, you got Jakeem Grant, you got fucking um, Wilson, Albert Wilson, which had a fucking touchdown, and then you got... Uh, God, I'm, I'm having a brain fart because he came over. He was the one that came over from the Cowboys. The receiver, Hearns. Oh, Alan Hearns? Yeah, Alan Hearns. Like, I was surprised at how good he was, too. Um, he was he was okay in Jacksonville. I'll tell you what, though. Another player that's really impressed me a lot this season, too, is Taco Charl- Charlton. You know, like, they let him go from the Cowboys and we picked yeah. him up. And fucking, he's leading the team in sacks already. Five fucking sacks on the year. It's like we hadn't had any fucking sacks. I couldn't believe that they just gave him up. You know, it's like, it's Taco Tuesday, bitches. Yeah, I mean, it was weird because I seen you guys pick him up. I was like, aren't you guys tanking? You guys keep picking up all these players randomly. it's good to get them while they're cheap and then build around that. You know, all we need is another good defensive end. A.J. Epinesa would be perfect. You guys can't have him when you want him. You ain't going to have a fucking low enough fucking draft pick to get him. He's going within the first five fucking picks. I know. And we we will definitely have at least number one or two. And then probably a, Steelers, I think they will probably uh, at least a top ten draft pick. So I think that one will be for us. So it would either be eight or nine Whoa. or ten. As it's what as it stands right now, you and the Jets. Jets have one win. Are like the top two picks? No, it would be the Bengals and us. Bengals. Bengals have oh, yeah. one game yet. But what are the needs for? Bengals. Bengals need everybody and a quarterback. Dolphins need a quarterback. Dolphins need everybody and also a quarterback. Jets already have their. The Jets already got the quarterback they want to go. They with. need. Beef. Quentin Williams is doing. Not as good as they thought they was going to do. Maybe it's just because the Jets are just playing terrible. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's so, uh, I mean, what do we call, what do we think Epines is going to fall to? I'd love to see him go to the Dolphins, but hell, they got. I mean, like. Other than my team. What what number of pick do you think he goes? Five. Latest. Five to six. I mean, unless he has a fucking injury or something, I mean, because that always hurts draft stocks or whatever. They don't really, for defensive end, they don't really care about the fucking 40-yard dash. You know, I mean, they do a little bit. Combine results and all that shit. They don't really, I mean, if you're fucking. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. Yeah. I've seen a lot of players that had, like, not very impressive combines. Just fall. I think Christian McCaffrey didn't have a really, really much of a great combine, but you already knew that dude was going to be awesome. Oh yeah! In college, he was badass. Fuck yeah, he was. And he fell to the Panthers. Pretty sure the Panthers didn't even have a high draft in that one. 
No. And he fell to him. And I was so wishing that the fucking Dolphins would have picked him up. But no, what do we pick? I up? thought, I wish San Francisco would have grabbed him. Charles Harrison. Of all fucking players, why the fuck would we pick him up? I mean, that dude is a bust. Beyond recognition. Charles Harris sucks. I can't believe he's still on the fucking team. We had some pretty decent drafts, but well, that was this cool. year we did. Uh, the year before, that Ruben Foster thing just—he was a good player, and then just well, it's the fact Sam that you guys Thomas moved, wasn't even doing that great. You guys moved back up into the first round to pick him up too. That's what kind of fucking shot you guys in the foot because you lost a second round pick as well to move back up into the draft. Yeah. And he worked out. Well, he fell to law because he was like, ah. Well, because he didn't know if his. Well, if he cleaned up his fucking act. Well, because he was like injured. Well, he was injured. He had knee or was it knee or shoulder injury? I think it was shoulder. And they they had doubts about him. So that's why he fell. Yeah. But he didn't really have any off field. That's when they picked up Steve Beathard, too. Until he. uh, Yeah. And Kittle. Mm hmm. But he didn't really have any off field problems until it came to san francisco well then he went to south beach too and that's never a good combination between alcohol and psycho fucking bitches you can't combination those two he got he beat that rap just to take her back (laughs) to fucking go out what is she doing in tampa bay with him why they were in they were, were playing tampa bay they were in the hotel and they had a fucking spat she called the cops on him. And then they said, you know what? You're fucking cut. You're done. You know, you can only you give these players... California at your home having a domestic assault with a fucking weapons. You dodged a bullet with a domestic assault. But then you're like, hey, I know you tried to fucking get me for domestic assault saying I beat you up and raped you, but how would you like to go to fucking Tampa Bay, honey? You know, some dudes, they just don't fucking learn, man. I mean, Stupid. Sometimes, I guess the pussy is just way too much to pass up, but no pussy is worth that fucking money. You're an trouble. NFL player. You should be able to get any pussy you want. And the fact of the matter is, fucking, you know, they don't say the NFL stands for the National Football League. It stands for not for fucking long. So why the fuck would you risk? I mean, this, you know, that, that's like us bringing up the whole Josh Gordon issue. Why the fuck would you risk fucking losing your fucking starting livelihood over fucking a plant? You know, I mean, wait till you're fucking done playing your game and then fucking toke up all you want, motherfucker. But, you know, like some of these players, they just fucking, it's like they have that mentality like, oh, I'm a thug. I got to fucking do this because I got to keep my rep sheet up, you know, like why? Why fucking risk your fucking livelihood? I mean, look at fucking Dallas Clark. After he fucking retired from the NFL. Fucking he bought a fucking farm. A fucking cattle farm. Over by fucking Humboldt, Iowa. In Livermore. In Livermore. And he he didn't he didn't have no idea how to fucking run a farm. Like it's all a learning experience to him. And he fucking went and did that. You know you don't hear about him fucking beating up on his fucking wife. Or raping some motherfucker or whatever. Or shooting some motherfucker. But then again you know. He's country, down-home fucking white boy from fucking Iowa. So, I mean, it's completely different, you know. (laughs) 
Yeah. <clears throat> Dallas was always good, yeah. yeah. He was a humble player. Humble. I think it's a, just a different mentality. You I know. mean, look at look at Peyton Manning. Like, what's that dude done since he retired? Everything. Dude's acting in a show. He's had his own show. Acting in a ton of commercials. And he, like, still, like, comes around and helps train quarterbacks here and there. And he stays active and does that. And Well, he said he wants to go into broadcasting after Eli is retired. Because he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to take the chance that he's going to end up having to call a game where Eli is playing because he just can't help but to, to uh, critique Eli while he's playing. So, like, it would be pretty cool. A brotherly though. thing, yeah. But it's just like it's a mutual respect type thing, too. So it's like he doesn't want to fucking dog on his brother if he's paint, playing bad or whatever. So I honestly think that this will be Eli's last season. I mean, I don't see anybody... Nah, yeah, he's he's out. I mean, I don't think he'd want to, anyways. I think. I think he's gonna just got benched retire. out for Jones. And Jones is, you know, he did pretty well, but he's not doing that great either. No, but with that team, it's kinda, but, yeah, it's kind of tough to do anything with it when you're only your fucking running back is your fucking everything bread and butter. Now that he came back from the injury, old Saquon either. Yeah, but I, he'll bounce back, though. Saquon's still going to be an animal. So it's interesting, though, but it's just weird, you know, like, growing up over the years, like, my favorite fucking player to watch besides my own team was fucking Brett Favre. Like, he was like that, he was like a kid in the, in the fuck, on a fucking, uh, playground type player you know like he just had so much fun and he was so funny and he was fucking awesome to watch i wasn't a packer fan dude he was there for the tight ends day in in san francisco he was on the sideline hanging out talking to george kittle on the back too oh really yeah he was in our locker room it's odd to see brett Favre in niner's locker room i didn't even hear about that that's crazy considering he eliminated us from playoffs a lot of times in the 90s yeah, we will both vice versa too. You guys in '95 fucking eliminated the Packers, so. But yeah, I mean, it just—it's just weird because like, I'm so, I'm so looking forward to fucking Tom Brady retiring, but then in in a same aspect, I kind of like dreading it because he's he writes so much material for me on my fucking page, like there's just like once he's retired, it's like can't really talk too much shit because their team is going to go down the shitter once he fucking retires and Bill Belichick is gone unless Bill Belichick fucking proves everybody right like myself where that team can be throw any quarterback on that team and they're going to be a competitive team so I mean I think so it's all fucking Belichick that's pretty much leading that team because he's a defensive minded coach if you see him go then yeah if Belichick goes they fall apart oh fuck yeah but I think that they'll probably try to keep Belichick there until he's, you know, well past his prime. Probably keep him on as a GM just to run the fucking day-to-day bullshit. They'll probably keep what's-his-nuts there to fucking Josh. But does he get enough along enough with Kraft for that now? Well, I mean, like we discussed too, fucking 
with them getting rid of Jimmy Johnson or Jimmy Garoppolo, sorry. Well, that's way back. Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> that's a coach. Yeah. But uh, with them getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, I mean, fucking that put a huge damper on the fucking Patriots dynasty. Because they would have, it would have been like another fucking Joe Montana, Steve Young scenario. Had they fucking. As long as Bill Belichick was coaching. Yeah. There. Yeah. But um, but still, like, why would you fucking throw away two fucking potential fucking starting quarterbacks? They got rid of Jacoby and fucking Jimmy. And, you know, like, Tom Brady's fucking ignorance and fucking stubbornness fucking pretty much set that fucking franchise back. After he, ta- after he leaves, fucking, they're fucking done. I don't give a shit what anybody says, you know, like, I just don't see them competing at the high level that they are now. They are if they still keep Belichick. No yeah, I mean, no, I'm just saying, like, once Belichick's done, I mean, it's it's over. That franchise is going to be fucking back where it used to be back when, in the, you know, the 40 plus years that they were playing and didn't fucking do shit. Their heart garbage. Huh? They're hot garbage. Oh, fuck yeah, they were. And see, you know, like a lot of people are like, oh, you only hate the Patriots because they're the, they're the best team ever, blah, blah, blah. No, I've hated them ever since I was a fucking young kid. I hated well, them. Well, yeah, I mean, they they're were... in your division. They've always been in the AFC, so. I hated them when they sucked, Of course you're going to hate them. Of course you're going to hate them. But see, here's the thing, though, Ben. I don't hate the fucking Bills, and I don't hate the fucking Jets. Their fans are fucking stupid. I. I I admit that. Bills fans are, for sure. Yeah, but I don't hate them. I don't have the hate because they haven't really been relevant, you know? Honestly, I can't really talk so much shit about the Bills fans. I mean, they act dumb and do that table smashing shit, but really they they don't talk a whole lot of shit. I guess because they don't ever have any room to talk to shit, but, but Eagles fans for fucking years didn't have room to talk to all the shit they did, and they were always talking shit. And all of a sudden they won a fucking Super Bowl and fuck, that just magnified so much. Well, then that kind of brings out the fucking bandwagon fans because they always say, you know, once the team starts winning, then you're going to, you know, like you went from maybe a few fucking jerseys here and there of that team out and about, you know, like how they're trying to say now 49er fans are nothing but bandwagon fans. There is a ton coming out, though. You got a lot of Fairweather fans that are probably following the team from years and years ago, but they completely, like, stop watching them because they haven't been very good. And all of a sudden, they're starting to win now. They're like, oh, I'm going to throw my old jersey back I know, in. The, all the groups I'm in, they were nothing but fucking quiet, except for, like, a couple people here and there. But now they're just blowing up, like, it's because we're winning. Yep. And I noticed that too, like with my uh, my fins up for life and forever fucking group for my dolphins group, like there was a time where I was getting like two hundred, three hundred people a fucking a week fucking joining the group back when we were fucking two thousand sixteen when we were going to the playoffs and we were actually doing pretty decent when we had JHI and all them guys, and fucking people were really active. And since we fucking went to this whole tank mode, I think maybe there's like maybe two or three posts. Uh, a week if that 
in the group where it was like every fucking five minutes there was somebody posted in there. But yeah, I mean, I guess like on my Facebook profile, like my own personal one, I haven't really posted up shit about the Niners as much as I have this year. Well, I've, I've but all helped. I keep doing is posting up. Seven and oh, eight and oh. <laughs> I, I've kind of contributed to your madness though because fucking I'll find the fucking pictures or the or the videos or whatever and and I'll fucking download it to the fucking page or whatever and then give it to you on your fucking uh, messenger. It's like, dude, fucking let it. Well, let it before go. I was just making my own. Yeah, and then I made the own about the. Are we still? Ah, fuck, are I was still pounding. I was, I was like five and oh. <laughs> we were like five and oh, and I made my own, and then. All the ones that we had afterwards, I got from you. Yeah, man, I—that's one thing. Like, I can, I can make some fucking memes. That's for sure. Actually, I—are we still pounding or now? I found that one. I—I I laughed about it. That thing was funny as fuck. But like the one that, because like everyone kept saying, like you haven't played nobody yet. And I was like, you know what? I wouldn't have Hammer to make that motherfucker. Were the worst. Yeah. Well, that's only because we, you know, one's your cousin. And the other one, like, I've known for, like, three years, or well, a little more than that, maybe five years or whatever, Anthony Baldalo or Oh, whatever. Michael. I said six and, it was six and oh. And then Corey, my cousin Corey. Tampa Bay. Yeah. I wouldn't get too excited. It's going to be a different story next week. And I said, going to steamroll them just like we did your bucks, bud. Yep. And you were dead on right about that, too. They're like, whoa, whoa, buddy. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Said, They're not going to do that against our my team. Our defense ain't going to let that happen. Did you like that video that I found? Freaking, uh, I was like, we want, the whole, we want all the smoke. Oh, yeah. We want all the smoke. And then fucking out comes the 49ers with the fucking Undertaker theme music. <laughs> I, I like Jared McCoy, though. I think he was pretty. I watched him on Hard Knocks with the Bucks, But, yeah. He got all the smoke, all he could handle. He got all that smoke. Shit, not said anything, man. Well, thankfully, I mean, he's, he's got to pump up his team, but well, yeah, yeah and he said it pregame. You know, it wasn't like he was on the fucking yeah. internet, like stupid ass fucking uh, yeah. Landry, fucking Jarvis Landry or whatever, saying, "I guarantee you we're going to beat the Patriots." What the fuck, dude? You said that every fucking year when you played at Miami. You said it every fucking time that we fucking played against the Patriots. And look what happened. We got our asses kicked. Just shut the fuck up. All you're doing is fucking adding more fucking, uh, what is the word I'm looking for? Like uh, Add more fuel to the fire. Well, fuel to the fire, but it's like a uh, uh, bulletin board fucking uh, motivation type thing or whatever. Like, you're just adding more to the fire, and you're adding more motivation for them to fucking go in there and kick your fucking ass. It's like, just fucking be humble. Be like, yeah, I hope we win next week. Just fucking keep it simple. And then Mike is like, <laughs> our defense ain't going to let that happen. Blah, blah, blah. I said, you're going to get real acquainted with the number one, number two defense, bud. Soon to be number one. Oh, yeah, they're definitely number one this year. And, yeah. Crush them. All that dude says is, Roger Goodell's fixing it so the Patriots and the Niners are in the Super Bowl because Tom Brady's last year. Playing against his favorite team. The only thing that I heard was Tom Brady might, it's going to be his last year in New England, not necessarily retiring. But yeah, because the 49ers shit stomped Carolina. He's always been like, there must be luck. 
must be rough to have the refs in your back pocket. <laughs> like, it's funny to do the ref thing. Like, I did that with the Packers because that did cost the game. In a way, not completely. The Packers probably still would have won. But, you know, every once in a while. But if that's your shit every single time your team fucking loses, like, I mean, it's not just the Panthers, though. It's like, not even just football. It's fucking baseball, too. Oh, the umps and the riffs. Cost my team their wins. Yeah. Just suck it up. Your team fucking suck. Yeah, like, exactly. And it's just. It can't be that excuse every single fucking time. Mm-hmm. Fixed game. Yeah, they fixed it 51 to 13. Sorry. My wife is texting text, messaging me, so I just wanted to get a reply back to her. Where are you at? No, she just wants to know what door to keep open. It's more like what door she need to lock to make her ass sleep outside. <laughs> That's what I told her. I was like, well, I had the fucking, it don't really fucking matter. I forgot I had the, the house key on my phone or my keychain, I mean. Gorilla sleeping trees, buddy. Not this gorilla. Actually, I don't even think gorillas sleep in trees. I they just, sleep on the fucking ground. I think they sleep on the ground. They're too big to sleep oh, in the tree. I had to fucking had to give Ben a little surprise when I came over to his house today. Showed up wearing the fucking gorilla mask. You weren't expecting that, though, were you? No, I wasn't. <laughs> but I, you did kind of say something about if we did the video. That, that I would wear my mask. Yeah, we didn't do it tonight, but... We might end up trying to figure out a way to get a video and do some YouTube videos. Yeah, I feel like we something. can build our following better on YouTube. Well, and then I don't really know a whole lot about what uh, what fucking YouTube even... And, you know, I don't really have much of a following on fucking YouTube right now as it is, so... I, I should just make a new channel just for us and just play with it for a little bit before we start uploading shit to it. I feel like we just... We're just limited with Anchor. I mean, nothing wrong with Anchor. I think it's a good app, and it works great for us, besides the dropping shit, which sucked. But now we can upload this to it, but nobody fucking downloads it. Um, Yeah. Houston lost tonight against the Nationals 5-2, to two, so World Series is going to go to uh, seven games. So, yeah, that's, that's a little interesting. I, I'm sure Mike probably fucking had said something on my fucking Facebook, but I fucking, uh, we've been doing this today, so haven't really been paying attention to the fucking baseball game today. But yeah, fucking, uh, Ben's off taking a piss right now, so I'm going to go ahead and carry on with this fucking show. But yeah, if you, uh, haven't done so already, like, like how Ben said earlier, like, we'd really appreciate if you fucking download the fucking Anchor app. We're going to try to upload some videos to fucking YouTube when we get more going on with this fucking show. Um, it's all a learning curve. Like, we're not experts at this. We're just trying our best to try to be entertaining enough to, like, where people can actually follow along and not fall asleep to us talking about boring-ass shit. Like, we're trying to keep real with you, and we'll try to fucking... You know, we're not experts like I said before, but we'll try to try to keep a fucking unbiased opinion on our teams and everybody else's teams. Yes, it'll be hard for me to fucking do that 
talking about the Patriots because I don't like to give them any credit at all. That's just the way I've always been. I fucking can't stand the motherfuckers. But like even Ben said too, you know, like I used to dog on his 49ers for years and years and years and years. This year, like I'm rooting for them to win the fucking Super Bowl, fucking go undefeated, be the only fucking other team besides the Dolphins to ever go fucking the Super Bowl and win that bitch fucking undefeated. I would love to see that happen because any other way to fucking get at the fucking Patriots. They're like, hey, motherfucker, you guys ain't the only motherfuckers that can do it. You guys came close, but not close enough. Close, but no sky, motherfucker. But yeah, Ben's back from taking a piss, so we can get rolling. That was a long-ass piss. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, I mean, so I'm sure fucking, we were talking about your cousin Mike and stuff, so I'm sure he's fucking said something on Facebook, and I just haven't looked, and I'm sure he's thinking I'm fucking dodging him because I've been giving him shit the last three fucking games. Um, but we'll see what happens. Fucking, at least it's a game seven fucking world series. I told you, I told you. Well, your team still lost, so. Yeah, your fucking Yankees suck, so. Yeah, sure. That's okay with you. But yeah, fucking, uh, I can't believe how fucking Mike, he gets so fucking mad. I mean, I like the guy though. I mean, I... I calm myself down. Like, same thing with, like, uh, your brother Dan. Like, I know I got under your brother's skin so fucking bad. <laughs> oh, yeah, you pissed him off a lot. Well, he unfriended me and everything on Facebook. Did so, he? like, yeah, he... And, I mean, I haven't really talked to him at all. Like, I'll, I'll make posts or whatever as the page. And, uh, you know, I, have, I really don't have much conversation with Dan. I told him it was me and you, but... I think he just thinks it's me that's posting to our group, but it's you mostly. Yeah. Well, I try to share like to every group that I'm like for the page or whatever. No, that's fine. I'd like you to do that. Really? Cause... Well, just more exposure because <clears throat> there's not every day where everybody sees everything that we post. So yeah, you hit you hit pretty fast, and those guys in your fucking they're like new, like trying to be. The next Adam Schefter or something that the news. Oh, you're talking about fucking Billy Pace. Billy that's where P- he gets all this other guy. That, well, there's one other guy that does shit, shit too. Well, yeah, there's a few of them. Some of them fast, but then I beat I beat him, and but the Kenyon Drake thing. Well, see, it they, was like two minutes, but nobody said shit on mine, and they all fucking chatted up on his. Well, it's just like with. Uh, that Billy Pace, like, he fucking, he gets all of his information from Adam Schefter. So, like, he has, like, Adam Schefter has his own no, website. I, yeah, that's why I added Adam Schefter. I've been starting to fall. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I do, too, and that's where I get all of my information from, too. And, and But still, he'll, uh, he has a website, too, where he'll fucking, like, his followers on his website, he sends it to them first, so they'll get a notification, and that's how he gets all the fucking information before anybody else. He gets it basically the same time as Adam Schefter. But I follow his on on Facebook, so like I'll just copy and paste everything that Adam Schefter says, and then post it to the fucking page as us. So obviously, people if they follow them and they see our links, they'll be like, "Oh, that's the same fucking thing he just said." No, well, that's where I get it from. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm not trying to copy him, but in a, well, in I mean, sense, I, I, I get it from him, and I get ESPN updates, and sometimes I get. 
I get NFL ones. Ian Rappaport, too. He's also a Ian really good one to, to go through. Both of them are. But, yeah, it's just, I don't know. I try to, I'm pretty much the only one that's really going all sports. I mean, you're kind of strictly football right now and then UFC, which, you know, we're just trying to help. Like I've been broaden. sparsely posting anything much about. I mean, I, I love UFC. I like watching it, but. Some fights are I just don't get pumped for, and it's just I don't post anything about it. That's what a lot of them have been. But <clears throat> there's one coming up I'm pretty pumped to watch, and that's fucking coming up November 2nd. And it's Jorge Masvidal versus Nate Diaz. You think Nate Diaz is going to win for that one? For the badass motherfucker belt. I am, I'm thinking Masvidal is going to win this one. Well, I heard that fucking isn't uh, Conor McGregor. He's got a fight coming up again, too. Possibly with Cowboy Cerrone. But the last time they had that and they were talking about it as a done deal, it didn't go through and it didn't happen. And it just fell apart. Um, I'm not holding my breath for McGregor to have a fight back. Uh, It's all been talk. Well, it's just like because I know like in the boxing world, too, you got – Floyd Mayweather wants to fight, or not Floyd Mayweather, um, Oscar De La, not Oscar De La, is it Oscar De La Hoya, the Mexican dude? Oh, yeah, he is Mexican. That, uh, no, I mean, but the <laughs> one that, that Floyd always fucking dodged, it seemed like, for throughout his whole fucking career until, like, fucking Oscar got in his fucking, not, not, it ain't Oscar, though, it's, uh, fuck, who the fuck was it? It's the little short guy, because Oscar De La Hoya has already been retired, it's another one that's still... I think they boxed, though, before he retired, though. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but it's the the most recent one that's still boxing or whatever, and he got, like, uh, Floyd Mayweather said he wouldn't fight him unless he fucking took some uh, piss tests or, you know, drug tests or whatever. The one that's the champ right now? No, not the champ now, but before... I'll have to look it up at another time, but... I I'm not really fond. Of, I really don't follow fucking basketball or base boxing. boxing. Yeah, there we go. I knew I have a little bit more lately than I used to. Well, like Tyson Fury, the whole fucking publicity stunt with the fucking WWE, fucking going against Braun Strowman at the fucking on um, Thursday night and fucking Saudi Arabia, Arabia, for fucking uh, WWE Tyson Fury versus Braun Strowman in a fucking wrestling match. What the fuck? I mean, why would you bring in a fucking undefeated boxer to go against a professional wrestler? You know, it's it's like fucking Thunderlips versus Rocky Balboa. Balboa. You know, Hulk Hogan versus fucking Sylvester Stallone. You know, kind of bullshit was going on. But it's like, and then you got fucking Cain Velasquez fighting fucking Brock Lesnar at fucking Saudi Arabia, too. I don't know if you've been following that at all. No. I don't watch much wrestling. I know you don't watch but wrestling. I've seen but... a, some, a, an update about Cain Velasquez talking. But then he's like, I still don't like Brock Lesnar. He's a bully. But then it's like, are you saying it now because you're trying to beef up this fight, trying to make it a big thing because it's a wrestling kind of? Uh, or does seems... he really still hate him? Because he did hate him when they fought. Well, you would think, though, that and Brock Lesnar... destroyed Lesnar. You would think Lesnar would have a lot more hate because he per, you know, permanently scarred him on his fucking face after that fight because he fucking bloodied him up so fucking bad. But it's just like... For some fucking reason, like, 
Cain Velasquez, like he isn't really built, you know, he and he really wasn't. Like even when he was fighting in the in the UFC, he really wasn't like one of those fucking big muscular bound fucking dudes. He was just kind of like an average, you know, sized man or whatever. He's fast sucking. He's a good wrestler. He wrestled oh, yeah. here at Iowa Central. Yep. Mm-hmm. But he's fast fuck. He had fast hands. And it's just too much for Lesnar. Lesnar was just. Well, then he he's had just that, huge and I, I can't pronounce, muscular, but. I can't pronounce the name that people he People were shocked about how fast Lesnar was. And I think it kind of intimidated people before the match. And that's why he went on such a tear of it. Well, it wasn't much of a tear. I mean, he had a few wins, but he's was such a draw for pay-per-view. They're like, all right, we're going to give you a title match right away against Randy Couture. And he fucked Randy Couture up. Well, Randy's was much, much smaller. Randy's a big dude, but Lesnar made him look fucking dwarfed in size. Which he does to a lot of fighters, I guess. Well, and it's just kind of weird because, like, I mean, I've been following it. Like, I I try to watch wrestling every week or whatever, but it's just, they just have so much wrestling. It's just hard to keep track of it all. But it's like this whole rivalry between him and Cain Velasquez, you know, it's like they're going based off of the backstory from 10 years ago when Cain Velasquez fucked him up. So you know that Cain Velasquez is not going to win because it's for the fucking WWE championship. It's like... He just comes in because fucking Rey Mysterio got beat up by Brock Lesnar. Right. Brock Lesnar beat up Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio's son, Dominic. And so then Cain Velasquez comes out of nowhere and fucking then they start fighting. But it was just fucking stupid because it was like all it was was a fucking uh, basically like a tackle fucking takedown and fucking just kind of beat him up a little bit. And that was it. It was like he was really stiff in the fucking ring like Cain Velasquez was. So it's like, you know, it's not like going to be a UFC. I, well, fight. I mean, I think he's stiff because fake he's punching versus yeah. real punching. Oh, yeah, definitely. I understand. He, that. He's a real trained fighter, and he's like, I'm going to fuck you have this to guy dial up. it back a lot. I got you know, that's like make with, it look like a with man. CM Punk when he went in the UFC, you know, like he was pretend fighting for so many fucking years, and he got his fucking ass handed to him. Like he had to realize, you know, like this isn't fucking fake. Not a lot of them. Lesnar is the most successful. Well, him. There's a couple of them that are doing it. Yeah, Bobby Lashley that went into it. He won a couple. There's another one that's. You had the. I forget his name. It's the We the People dude. But he was doing Bellator, though. Uh, Batista went in there for a little Uh, bit. Batista did pretty good. Yeah, that Jack Swagger guy. That's what his name was. He's actually having kind of success in MMA. Well, he he dropped out of that. He's in AEW now. That's a. Is like he? a yeah, it's like a WCW style now. They're on TNT. They're fucking uh, rivalry with uh, fucking NXT for WWE. <clears throat> well, you make more money. Fuck <clears throat> well, yeah, wrestling makes shit. a lot more money in wrestling, but it's a lot more wear and tear on your body compared to fucking Bellator or whatever MMA because you fight once every like what three months, if that. Sometimes. But you're training the entire time though. Well, yeah, <clears throat> and he slimmed down a lot. But the dude is still a big motherfucker. Yeah, but he yeah. was an all-American fucking wrestler for fucking Oklahoma before he even became a professional wrestler. And then there is talks. <clears throat> this, not on the topic of Jack Swagger or whatever, but the topic of wrestlers fighting and going back. And then there's talks 
of fucking Brock Lesnar trying to fight John Jones. Well, John Jones called him out. It's because Brock Lesnar first called him out, and I think while they were doing that, yeah, because he was doing <coughs> interviews or whatever, or commentating or whatever, called him out after that. But John Paper Jones can't. Draw, but John Jones would mop the floor with Brock Lesnar. Oh, I think so too. There's just no way. Lesnar's huge and has good wrestling, but that's as far as he goes. Cain Velasquez lit Lesnar up with hands. But then they have that uh, testicular. I can't even pronounce the word. Yeah. But then you have John Jones, who is far more superior on the stand-up than Cain Velasquez. And he's a great grappler, too. John Jones also wrestled here at Iowa Central. That's just fucking crazy that we had two people from Fort Dodge that fucking made it big in the fucking UFC. Oh, no, there's uh, another one. Uh, Colby Covington's fighting for the welterweight title. Yeah, I didn't follow him at all. Colby Covington wrestled at Iowa Central. He was John Jones' roommate. Wow. Small fucking world. He's the guy making headlines because people hate him because he's a pro-Trump guy and he's always wearing a hat that says Make America Great Again. Oh, really? Yeah, and people hate him. Well, he wasn't the one that got... uh... No, that was a boxer. That's right. It was some boxer that fucking wore a mega short head, like a wall fucking uh, boxing shorts. And fucking he got knocked out by some Mexican. Like, I think that shit was staged, though. Because it was like he didn't, he acted like he didn't even know how to fucking fight. I don't know. I think a lot of it, it just kind of makes you wonder, like, a lot of shit that, because they do a lot of it just for fucking entertainment purposes. I don't think they really do it for, like, it's going to be a good fight or whatever. I think they just wanted the draw, money get that money. Money clicks on social that's like media. The whole, yeah, that's like the whole thing with fucking Floyd Mayweather versus fucking Conor McGregor in boxing. And then, then Floyd Mayweather says, like, oh, I'll come into fucking MMA and I'll fight you MMA. Fucking Connor would beat the living shit out of yeah, fucking Floyd Mayweather. You can't fucking you can't fucking run in fucking MMA. You can, but you're gonna get caught eventually. I I can't stand fucking boxing, but I mean that helped the sport a little bit. Fucking for them to McGregor just do the spinning back kick and probably end them right there, right away. Fuck yeah, right to the gut. Because you can't fucking you can't you know defend fucking kicks or whatever. In boxing, you know, unless you're kicks, kickboxing, but that's a way different sport. But <clears throat> that's why, like, I was trying to say, you know, like, this whole fucking transition from fucking boxing into the uh, WWE and all that shit. Like, it's just for fucking ratings and, and draw to bring money in or whatever Vice to the versa. sport. But you know damn well that they're not going to let Tyson Fury fucking lose that fucking match because it's just going to make him look weaker in the in the boxing league or whatever. But the first person that ever did this cross was Ken Shamrock. Yep, and then Ken Shamrock's back to wrestling again. Is he? For fucking TNA Impact or whatever. Jacked up guy he was. The dude is fucking, he looks like a, God, somebody's fucking said it too and I can't even fucking remember. Fucking yoked out of his mind. Oh, dude, he is fucking ripped. I mean, he was he was the the founder, pretty much, of fucking, other than Gracie, for yeah, UFC. Yeah, those guys are at the top. Grandfathers, really. Yeah. But then, couldn't fucking, for the life of him, beat Ortiz. Oh, Tito, that motherfucker, he, he had everybody's number. 
And then he had fucking Except when Chuck Slam Liddell had Tito's number twice. But then they rematched again years and years later just recently. And then Tito beat him. Yeah. But, you know, Chuck Chuck Liddell didn't have nothing to prove in that fight. Tito was still competitive afterwards. When Liddell retired from UFC, he wasn't competitive at all. He stayed Mm -hmm. out. Tito kept... He had that fluke when everybody felt like it was a fluke to fucking Ryan Bader. Ryan Bader was doing pretty good in the UFC. And then they went to Bellator. And then he fought Ortiz. And everybody everybody thought Bader was going to win. In the Bellator match or in MMA? No, it's Bellator. Bellator is MMA. It's, It's like UFC, but... See, and I think like with Bellator, because they know they had that one fight with uh, that one, the one black dude that fucking ended up dying not too long ago. He was a UFC fighter. Yeah, the he would do those bare knuckle brawls against like fucking cops and shit, like in a gym or whatever. Ah, uh, kind of a heavier set guy had fucking like the Mister T type look to him. Yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, he ended up dying not too long ago, but uh, he would fucking, he was a hell of a fighter too, back when Rampage Jackson was fucking decent too back then. Quitting Rampage Jackson. But then he started trying to get into fucking movies and there went his fucking MMA career. Who, Rampage? Yeah. Fucking the (laughs) A-team. I think he's just kind of on the downhill. He's already on his way out of UFC anyways. Might as well start him with some movies and make some cheddar. Well, then you got uh, another cross between with fucking Ronda Rousey going from the UFC into fucking WWE, too. And then they want to bring Conor McGregor in, too. But then Conor, Conor McGregor kind of fucking said a bunch of bullshit, you know, like, oh, man, I fuck up everybody in that fucking thing. Like, none of them can fight me in a real fight or whatever. And then fucking pissed off a bunch of WWE guys. was like, hey, you want to fucking test this out anytime, motherfucker? Like, I don't Connor know. Connor fuck them all up. I think Connor, sure. well, I mean, if it was in his weight level, I mean, fucking. Even out of his weight level. This is the thing. The weight level counts when you're actually a trained fighter and you're trained. Well, well, okay. Out in the real world, a trained fighter versus any Joe Schmo probably three out of four times going to whoop his ass. Well, I'm saying, like, he was talking this shit to Brock Lesnar and fucking guys like that. Fucking Bobby Lashley, guys that have been in the fucking ring, Bob Batista. So, I mean, it's kind of hard to say. And then look at fucking Sheamus. I don't know if you remember that fucking, the Celtic warrior fucking Sheamus, the, the fucking... Um, Irish last kicker. I think so. Fucking pale as fuck, white as fucking ghost. He was a fucking MMA fighter before he got into the WWE. So it's like, you know, a lot of these guys, they know how to fight. I mean, it's not like they're just fucking pretend fight the rest of their whole fucking lives. But there's there's fighting, but then there's certain levels of fighting too. When you get a top tier, McGregor was a top tier fighter. Yeah. And he pretty much made that level. made that business, same thing with Ronda Rousey, fucking made that business what it is today. But, like, they're losing. Like She had a lot of draws. Because she was winning so much, before UFC had women fighters, she's winning so much. And she was the draw, but top draw. But then came in UFC, and she just wasn't getting, not until Amanda Nunes came in, 
Mm-hmm. And that that chick, fuck, she's got some hands. Yeah, but laying then you, folks out. Yeah, but then you got fucking what's her face, Cyclops or whatever the fuck her name is. Oh, Kent or not Kent? Is Kent a guy? No. What the hell is her name? Though? I can't remember it. But you know, like what I'm talking about, right? That's the one chick that. Yeah. Um. I for some reason I forgot fucking too. But she was she was kicking everybody's ass too. Cyborg. Cyborg. Yeah. That's what I meant. Cyborg got her ass handed to her by Nunes. Yeah. But like Cyborg, like everyone was like afraid to fucking fight her, like because they thought he was she was a fucking dude. Like this one ugly bitch. I don't give a shit. <laughs> she was a good say. fighter too. Oh, she a hell of a good fighter, but it was she, a good match. But yeah, she got fucking head kicked. Boom. I just put it out. I knew Nina was gonna win. She's gonna keep winning for a long time. Is she undefeated? Uh, no. But she's been on a long tear now, and she's got some hands, and I don't see her losing for a while, you know? Nobody can be competitive enough. They just keep talking about all these people coming in, but they're just it's going to get tossed to the side. Oh, I agree. I mean, it's, and it's, you know, like, that's like I said, too. You know, I need to learn a lot more about the sport. Like, I haven't followed it for years. Me and Trent used to watch it every Saturday during the winter time when football was done. So it's like, but they just like, they would do the prelims or whatever before the, the main top dollar fights would come on and fucking, I think it was on my birthday in February or whatever. It was on a Saturday fucking me and him watched it. And it was just like, he would like kick his legs and stuff. Like whenever they would fucking like be beating the shit out of, out of each other and stuff and it's just the only thing I don't like about fucking MMA is like it can end within a couple minutes you know it's like where like as boxing you know like it ain't like Tyson anymore where motherfuckers are just knocking motherfuckers out like they used to back in those days when Tyson was fighting boxing's a lot of dodging hugging. running and hugging and yeah it's chicken shit stuff you know that's why I don't like that's why when everyone's like oh fucking uh money Floyd Mayweather or whatever should be the fucking goat he they should fucking uh you know he's better than Ali blah 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 I was like fucking Ali actually fought motherfuckers dude you fucking stink <laughs> holy shit you probably fucking hear that shit on the fucking mic <laughs> thank god thank god any of our viewers don't have fucking smell speaking vision of, <laughs> speaking of boxing I watched this podcast of Joe Rogan uh where he had a band of Holyfield on there I didn't know that dude was a cruiserweight before he went to the heavyweight. Then he went up to heavyweight, and he was just tearing people up. How the fuck did he go from (laughs) cruiserweight? I mean, he must have really shot up. I think cruiserweight's different weight class in boxing. Uh, I think it's... More amateur? I think think cruiserweights... Cruiserweights are small in what, wrestling? Mm Mm-hmm. But it's like... I think it's like 190 in boxing. They have so many Man, different And that's weights. still pretty big. I can't remember, though. What the fuck? <laughs> Your house is haunted, dude. But he went up to... No, that was my fridge. But then, yeah, he went up uh, heavyweight, and then he was talking about the heyday of him boxing Mike Tyson. Getting his ear bit off. And then, he, yeah, he talked about that second fight. And that dude... 
he could tell he's religious and he's just he's like so well mannered and he was talking about when Tyson first bit his ear off Joe's like hey what's going through your mind he's like I was so fiery mad and I was waiting for him to say fucking mad this fucking motherfucker he said (laughs) what was your first instinct it's like I wanted to bite him back I wanted to bite him on his face you know (laughs) when I was younger you do something to somebody you gotta do it back harder but I'm just waiting for this dude to cuss relive in that moment because he was like jumping up and down you could tell that dude was in so much pain getting his ear fucking bit off a goddamn chunk could you imagine that shit? Somebody walking up and just biting your fucking ear. Well, he wasn't walking up. They were hugging, but, but yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine getting I mean, my ear bit right off. I know. If I fucking came up and bit your ear. How fucking much pain that I'd shit is? I'd bite your is? dick off. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that's mostly cartilage. I mean, he wouldn't, it wouldn't hurt. At, I mean, I don't know. It probably wouldn't it hurt. It still hurt, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I couldn't imagine that. Because I think he caught it up here, didn't he? Up the in the top, cartilage yeah, part. Yeah, man. so, yeah. It's just that would fucking hurt a lot. It still. He said he was in massive pain. And then he finished. I think they're, they started boxing a little bit more before uh, Tyson tried fucking biting him again. And then they called the fight. Yeah. The second fight after that. Yeah. No. Same match. Same tried match. Tried biting him again right after he bit his fucking ear. And they let it go on again for a little bit. I didn't. I forgot. How fucking. That. Damn. That's badass. Holyfield getting the shit bit off and Zach, like, I'm still going to fight because I don't want to punch this motherfucker in the face. Yeah. He said at first he wanted to bite him and he's like, then I thought about the Lord and forgiveness and then I was just going to punch him in the face. <laughs> well, you know how you, because you were mentioning, you know, like uh, Vander Holyfield wasn't a, wouldn't curse or whatever because he was so religious and stuff. And you know, that's the same thing with fucking Philip Rivers. Like he will, he refuses to cuss. He has never cussed on the field before. Like, he, everyone calls him a crybaby and all that stuff, but he's like, oh, gosh, darn it. Oh, dang it. Oh, shoot. You know, like, he, he won't swear. Like, he's like, I'm always waiting for him to swear on the sidelines, but he's like, oh, gosh, darn it, or or golly gee, or whatever. Like, <laughs> he's like like one of the prima donna fucking type players. Yeah, so cruiserweight in boxing is, they call it junior heavyweight. So he was, it's 190 to 200 is the... The cap. Jesus. But isn't it like super light in like wrestling? Is it oh, yeah. Cruiserweight's like... in like the 140, five foot tall type fucking wrestlers. Yeah. It's just weird how it's not like a universal thing. Like, cruiserweight should always be the same weight no matter what sport you're in because well, it's sports. And like, and I look at like, because, well, I think uh, Floyd Mayweather would be a cruiserweight because he's. He's below 190. Floyd Mayweather is way lighter, smaller. Lightweight, light heavyweight, or no, light cruiser. Ah, fuck, I don't he was know. like featherweight. Boxing. Featherweight, yeah. But yeah, you don't really have like the one fight that I'm looking forward to is that one fucking Mexican that beat that fucking Australian Lewis? or that Englishman or whatever. <clears throat> Anthony, he beat Anthony Joshua. Yeah, from yeah, he's from. And he United was like, and he was just doing it like, because he just got called up like right before that fight because the the main fighter that was supposed to fight him fucking dropped out, so they just needed a replacement. So they were fucking bringing him in there to fucking whip his ass, and Everybody it just shocked the world. 
Yeah, shock the fucking world. And Vanny Holyfield was talking about this. Him and Rogan were talking about it. He's like, what do you think about boxing now? But then he's talking about Ruiz. And he's like, he's like, I remember a long time ago, I did a light spar with him. And I thought, man, this, I don't, I wouldn't, if anybody had come back to box, I wouldn't want to box this guy. He said, he may not look it, but that dude can box. And everybody wrote him off because he, yeah, he's, he's got a big old fat gut. But <laughs> Just because you're fat don't mean you can't yeah. fight. I mean, look at Butterbean. That dude was fucking slugging people out. Remember when, I think you were watching wrestling at that time too, when the fucking WWE fucking did the, the fucking tough, or was it? Uh, slobber knocker fucking contest or whatever when they were having the wrestlers go against uh, they were boxing each other and then Bart Gunn made it all the way through and then he his his fucking reward was to fight Butterbing and got the fucking shit knocked out of him and it ended his career that. like he he wasn't able to wrestle after that because he fucking it fucked him up so bad like he was having fucking seizures and shit like he wasn't able to fucking wrestle anymore and he was laying motherfuckers out mm-hmm. but yeah but then, st- still, like even if you saw Butterbean, Butterbean was hugely famous, and everybody seen that guy. Was just he looked so out of shape, but he could slug it. But then, like years later, people must have fucking forgot about him. They're like, "Oh, look at Ruiz. That dude don't look like he should be beating Anybody. Anthony Joshua." Well, yeah, because Anthony Joshua was like a fucking statue. That motherfucker was fucking just huge and built. Just fucking just built. That just but. goes to show you, though, that. Just because you're in great shape doesn't mean you're going to fucking be able to go in there and beat the fuck out of anybody. Yeah, just, you may be granite, but is your chin granite? Yeah, exactly. Well, so should we, uh, should we start our pickums? We're, like, we're, we're two fucking hours, up two on hours two hours. In, two hours in almost fucking people are going to be like, what the fuck? Well, it's not just anything me- fucking dropping out and making us keep track of the time, like when it keeps Cutting and dropping us, that we can or hear we it. have to restart the fucking podcast after fucking fifteen thirty minutes 15, in or whatever. Minutes, and then it's, like, oh. it's like fucking Christ. Well, we'll start with uh, the college football. College. Yeah, we'll start with the picks for them first, and then uh, I'll start at. Uh, well, it's going to be twenty. I should almost pull up my list because I think I picked a few upsets, and I just got to figure out which ones I did pick some upsets on. Well, it'll it'll, it'll refresh your memory once we get going. Um, Beans at 25 has a bye. Uh, we'll go to the number 23, Wake Forest versus North Carolina State. This one, I think, I mean, Wake Forest has been playing some damn good ball. North Carolina State, the Wolfpack, they fucking definitely can upset a lot of teams, but I think Wake Forest is going to be too much for them in this game. I picked Wake Forest too. Yeah, I think so. And I did pick them on the ESPN app. And 95% of people on the ESPN college pick them, pick Wake Forest, too. Okay, so then we'll go to the number 22 team, which is Kansas State, which upset the Oklahoma Sooners, which if you listen to my last podcast, I called that shit from fucking a mile away. I still haven't listened to any since I choked on that fucking water. <laughs> it's probably a good thing because you, you don't want to die when you're listening to that shit. So. But it's uh, the in-state rivalry, Kansas State versus Kansas. Uh, Kansas has been playing some good ball. Um, not like like I how I talked them Last up in the beginning miles. of the season. But uh, yeah, they came back and beat fucking Texas Tech. So, I mean, I don't know Texas Tech ain't that great of a game team either. But 
Kansas at home, fucking, they've been playing some damn good ball. Um, I still got to go with probably Kansas State winning this game, but I don't look for it to be a fucking blowout by any means. Yeah, I'm picking Kansas State too. Okay, there's really not a whole lot of great games this fucking Saturday, which is kind of a bummer, but getting later in the year. There's a few games that are coming up. I yeah, there's a good... Days they are, well, yeah. I know the Alabama fucking LSU game, that one's going to be top-notch. Fucking, I can't wait for that game to fucking come on. But uh, So then we're going to go to the number 21 Boise State versus San Jose State. Boise State's going to beat them, it don't matter. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Okay, so then we got uh, a really surprising team this season. Uh, number 20, Appalachian State versus Georgia Southern. Appalachian State. Appalachian State will win that one. You got Iowa off, Wisconsin's off. Oh, he, he skipped over uh, 24. Yeah, that's later. They're, number 24 is playing another team. I thought we were just going from 25 down to 24. Or are you just saving? Well, I'm saving. Well, I'll wait until it gets to that game because to number 15. You mean? Yeah. Uh, what is it? Uh, All right, you pick yeah, up where you left yeah. off. So just let me fucking do my thing, motherfucker. Right, motherfucker. I'm just like anxious. <laughs> like you skipped over 24, you motherfucker. <laughs> you got to do it in order. I um. Well, I will once it gets. Not in your make sure to ask order. So you got number 17, Cincinnati Bearcats versus uh, the East Carolina. So Cincinnati should be able to beat them. All right. uh, A team that I did not see getting their ass whooped as bad as they did fucking against Michigan last week. Notre Dame, number 16, Notre Dame, playing against fucking Virginia Tech. I think Notre Dame bounced back this week. Yeah, I, I don't think Virginia Tech's even that good this no. year for sure. No, they're definitely not. But yeah, it's odd to see <clears throat> Michigan whoop on Notre Dame. I could not. I did not see that coming. So uh, now we'll go to the game that you're like, hey, what the fuck? Uh, number fifteen SMU, which is also another surprising team this season. That going in 24 to, is fucking surprising, Yeah, too. going against Miss, uh, Memphis. But yeah, Memphis has been pretty decent the last few years, though. So, um, yeah, I don't know. This one's tough. This is almost like a coin flip kind of game because it is, it is in Memphis, and they've been really fucking good at home this year. So, I'm going to have to go with Memphis. I picked the Stangs. Oh, you're going with SMU, then. So, we split it. All That's right, our only difference so far. On that one. I'm just going with upset on that one. Just because they are at home, so. And then uh, Michigan, well, this one's a wash, pretty much. Uh, Michigan, number 14, Michigan, at Maryland. Maryland is god-awful. I mean, they looked so fucking good week one and two when they were playing nobodies. And then once they got into conference play, fuck. They're getting the... Boo, feel apart. Yeah, they're getting fucking the brakes beat off of them. Yeah, Michigan's whooping their ass. So, number 13, Minnesota's off. So, then we go to number 12, Baylor versus West Virginia. Baylor's going to be way too much for West Virginia right now. So, that's what I'm going with. Yeah, I'm going with Baylor, too. Okay, so then uh, this one, eh, well, it ain't going to be a very good game. Number 11, Auburn versus Old Miss. Auburn's going to beat them. Yeah, I'm going to go Auburn. But Auburn. Ole Miss is 
past few years have been surprising. When yeah. they were doing that upset with Alabama. Yeah, they do. They're you know they're pretty much guaranteed to have at least one upset game a season, but I just don't see it being this game. Auburn, you know, they held their own against fucking LSU last week, so that was pretty decent. Oklahoma's off, number 10 Oklahoma. They dropped way out. Well, not out, but they're out of the playoff picture, I think, in my opinion, for that game. So then we got number 9 Utah at Washington. That one's going to be a good game. Um, Utah's been really fucking really decent this season, so I'm going to probably stick with them and go with Utah. They've been decent enough. That's why they're uh, ranked 9, but... Yeah, I'm going Utah Utes. Washington, though, man, they've been pretty decent, too, but I just don't see them being able to beat Utah this week. No. Um, This one, I mean, even though USC, sorry, USC fucking is... Playing footsie with some bitch. Playing footsie with Ben. USC has been kind of like up and down all season this year, but... uh, this is always usually a so fucking good this game. this weird, too. You skipped eight just because number six, so you just wait number six in that. I'm just going from bottom to up. That is the bottom um, up. It's Get different on my eight, end. seven. This is number nine, or number seven. Yeah, but we skipped. Yeah, but Florida plays because... Georgia. That's why, like, yeah, I, well, six. I can't help the way that they fucking have it on the thing. It's stupid. You're on a stupid website. Yeah, whatever. Number seven, Oregon at USC. Oregon. Oregon. They, they always, I'm going to pick them, but it seems like every time that they, it's either USC versus fucking Oregon or USC versus Notre Dame. It always comes down to like whoever has the last possession. That's no matter funny, how was, bad the Eater team is. I think it was yesterday or the day before. No, the day before. How's that work? And this dude's like, you know, they have. I forget what the fuck number he said. But it's just true because they did it years ago when they first came out with the uniforms. They have like 9,000 different alternates that they can wear for their clothes. Yeah, it was sort of... And it's like, yeah, they got 9,000 9, different ways to wear it, but not 9,000 ways to figure out how to win a fucking championship. Yeah, yeah. well, it's the same thing with Baylor and fucking TCU has the same contract with Nike. Yeah. So now we'll get to the game that you cried about. Number six, Florida versus eight, Georgia. Yeah, it's going to be probably one of the best games, the only good game this week. Um, fuck. It's at Georgia. Georgia does not play it's good. It's at Georgia. I thought it was at Florida State. Oh no, or it is Florida, Jacksonville. I mean. Yep, it is at Jacksonville. Sorry. Um, so it's in Florida. So, man, yeah. Georgia already got upset once this season. I'm gonna have to go with Florida on this game. You know, not that long ago we would I wouldn't have called this an upset, but I'm going with Georgia. Hmm. Interesting. Putting it down. So I guess that's technically uh, one of my upsets. Penn State's off. Maybe that's my only upset. I think actually. Yeah. Penn State's no, no, off, and then the it. only last game that we have is number four Clemson versus Wilford. Wolford or whatever. Fuck, I don't even know how to pronounce it, but they're going to get shit stumped. It doesn't fucking matter. Clemson getting back in the playoff picture by playing shit teams. Yeah, they're doing the Alabama playbook because <laughs> that's the only way Alabama gets in half the time. 
But then Alabama and LSU. Yeah, well, that would be their only real. When's that coming up? Next week. Next week. So I'd like to see that one. Who do you think is going to win that one? Uh, it depends. If, if Tua's back, then I would say Alabama. But if Tua's still out, then I think LSU can probably beat him. Yeah, I don't know. When is, when is he supposed to come back? I thought he was only supposed to be out for a few games. Well, yeah, but they, it's a high ankle sprain. They said sometimes those kind of injuries could take up to a month before they can come back. I know. Back. I, they were doing that with somebody who somebody just had a high ankle sprain recently that was out for a while. I'm not sure. In the NFL. But to me, this honestly kind of hurts the fucking college football in a sense because – when you have the top three fucking teams, or, well, top three plus top five, basically only one team playing in the top five all fucking weekend, and they're playing against a shit team, that hurts the fucking, that, to me, that would hurt the fucking ratings. And and since when do they have fucking two bye weeks in a fucking college football season? I didn't even know that existed until you just brought that up earlier. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. I mean, so many top 25 teams are off this weekend. Why? What? That does not make any fucking sense. We're going to have to research this Yeah, I'm going to have to because I didn't even know nothing about it. Yeah, I don't, I don't get this. Because I thought lose. this weekend we played fucking Wisconsin. But no, that ain't till next weekend. Cause then, and then same thing for Minnesota. Minnesota don't play because I was thinking Minnesota plays fucking Penn State this weekend. Nope, that's next weekend. But... Because both Penn State and Minnesota are off this week. Iowa plays Nebraska at the end of the season. Yeah, they always – well, they will, I think, until 2021, and then they'll end the season with Wisconsin. Because they're just pretty much saying, like, it's it's not really much of a rivalry right now because it's fucking lukewarm in the fucking frost era. Well, you, you're thinking just it's going to be done because of the Wisconsin game? Well, they're going to try to go back with the Wisconsin and then ending it with Wisconsin instead of uh, with, with Nebraska. Don't ask. I don't know. Yeah, that's not until ninth. Who would have thought fucking Minnesota would be ranked 13th? Well, they haven't really played anybody. They're they're the bottom division. Once they play Penn State, they're going to get shit stopped against but Penn why? State. I mean, I don't understand that. You know, I... Thought that the fucking strength of schedule also had something to do with their wins too for the AP top twenty five, but just goes to show you, you keep winning, they'll fucking keep giving you higher rankings. You know, Iowa hasn't played really anybody. We played two good teams and we lost, so next week we'll find out. So you want to do the NFL schedule? Do an NFL schedule. I haven't. These are. This is a cold one because. I hadn't even looked at the schedule. Only games that I know that were that are being played was the Thursday night game and Miami playing the fucking Jets and Patriots versus Baltimore. Those are the only three games that I know of this week. So this is this all right, is all starting the top off of my head. Thursday. My 49ers at the Arizona Cardinals. 49ers by 30. 49ers. 96% of people on ESPN said the same thing. Niners. That kind of reminds me, I got to make my, I'm in a fucking elimination thing or whatever, like I was telling you that I was doing before the beginning of the season. I did that on uh, FanDuel. Survival League. 
That's what it's called. I did it on Fendel for a little bit, and I was doing good for the first like three, four weeks. Then I fucked up and forgot to set my pick. Yeah. <laughs> and I got eliminated, obviously. Yeah, I, I I almost got beat this last week for a pick in Minnesota. But you, and then I didn't realize you only, you can only pick one team, and then once you pick that team, it's you can't use it anymore. That's so. my I don't know if I should give out my strategy. Well, no, nobody else listens to it, so it's just me and you. <laughs> Fuckers. Not yet. <laughs> I mean, I just I look at the list, and I look, and I try to figure out which worst team on here that's going to end up being shitty but has a a game with an even shittier team, I guess, at that time where they could possibly win, and then I do it that way. So then I never have to pick them again. So say I picked Steelers week one. I know they're gonna be shit. So then I picked the Steelers to week to win a game against the Jets. You know, you know they're gonna beat the Jets, but you don't know if they're gonna beat anybody else. Well, so then you're like, all right, well then you don't have to worry about the Steelers ever again. And then just to the team to make a sh- the team that you know is gonna be fucking winning a game is the only one you have left. You know. Yeah. Well, and that's the same thing with, like, uh, like this last weekend's fucking game against the Buffalo Bills versus the Eagles. Everyone's like, oh, fucking Buffalo's rolling right now. Eagles are lost two two in a row. And they have not – Eagles have never lost three games in a row with uh, fucking um, Carson Wentz as their starting quarterback. And it sure proved the fucking point that they fucking rolled. Yeah, the Eagles, you'd want – I'd want to pick – I have the picture right away just because they're just, you don't know. You know they're a good team, but it's like, now this year they're just. They're so know. up and down. Yeah. Might as well get them out of the way. All right, this next game I think is going to be a good game. It's it's It was hardest one for me to pick. But it's Houston Texans at Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Jacksonville pretty much squeaked away a win this last week. So, I'm going to go with the fucking Houston Texans. I picked Texans, too. The way Texans has been playing, even without J.J. Watt, I think they can probably beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, Minshew's been doing pretty good still. Oh, yeah, and, I don't, and I'm not and he's still consistently him. gone. And then D.J. Chart. Uh, this next game, we got the Redskins at the Bills in <laughs> Buffalo. Why? Wow, that's why I said that. So, yeah, Bills. I doubled Bills down. should bounce back in this week, but I mean, yeah, I got the Bills too. Redskins. I mean, I think they're starting fucking uh, what's his nuts this week. Haskins. Yeah, Dwayne Haskins. I don't think it really matters. Yeah, hey, it don't matter. They're, just, <laughs> they're not a very good quarterback play out of that. No, it isn't. Uh. Another and it one was the Reds, it was the Redskins that we almost won. Another tough game right here. You got the Bears at the Philadelphia Eagles. So, well, Bears fucking do not have a quarterback, so that's what I'm basing it on. And that's I feel like that's the problem with their defense is because they're on the field. They're on the field the whole fucking time. So they're and they ain't got a good kicker. So Eagles, Eagles got this one. I picked the Eagles too. It's in Philadelphia. 
It's Any hard. other time, it would have been super harder to pick. But I don't yep, know. if they had a decent quarterback, it would be hard to pick against them. So, get a quarterback, Bears. What the fuck? Should have made that trade and missed that deadline. Dumbasses. <laughs> uh, next game we have Tennessee Titans at Carolina. Hmm. I think uh, not a hundred percent if Cam Newton's coming back this week or not. No, he's been practicing. Oh, that was me. No, it was me. Um. Mm. Titans have been rolling, but man, they've been squeaking out some wins. Has, is their defense that good? For the Titans? I don't think they're terrible. I don't know, but that's a fucking coin flip. Right, I mean, I'm just thinking, are they good enough to contain Christian McCaffrey? Ah, man, that's a good point, too. You know, I'm going to go with the Panthers. I think they got embarrassed last week. I think this is a bounce-back game. Yeah. I picked the Panthers, too. Yeah, I don't think they can contain fucking Christian McCaffrey. Eighty percent went with the Carolina on ESPN Pick'em. Hmm. Now we got Colts at the Steelers. Colts. Colts, yeah. Steelers, that was a. I mean, they played the fucking Dolphins. Come on now. I know. Colts if, are looking. Imagine, imagine if the Dolphins would have put that effort from first and second quarters into the third and fourth, we would have beat them twenty-seven to nothing. I mean, looking back at at the start of the season, who would have thunk fucking Colts are going to be five and two by this week eight? Well, that fucking that fucking game winning. Well, game-winning kick, but Jacoby Brissett, I mean, that motherfucker almost fucking had a safety and get fucking, you know, get hit and then fucking kind of roll out of there to fucking throw fucking 50 yards almost to fucking T.Y. Hilton. Fucking amazing, amazing games. I discredited it. Oh, me too. I mean, when he filled in for luck being injured, he didn't look so well. Yeah, but they beefed up that offensive line. But then it's like, yep, luck's gone. Season's over. Brissett's going to suck. Oh, Brissett's doing good. Holy fuck. Yeah, like it's complete night and day difference from last season to this season. But he's got an extra gear under that fucking line and, and learn the fucking, you know. But you didn't, I didn't think the O-line was beefed up much because of the fact that Luck got injured in that preseason game and said, ah, that's too much shit. I got to go. That's true. I don't know, man. It's it's a, it's complete. But they might, I mean, maybe it's, they took that. They're losing their fucking franchise quarterback. Like, all right, maybe we should start protecting our quarterbacks now, guys. Ursay is a fucking moron. Brissett's, I think he's a little bit more mobile than Luck. Oh, definitely. So maybe that's helping. Luck was more of a pounded up the middle type running or running quarterback, you know. So Brissett, he's a fucking juker. He can fucking he can make you miss. Luck didn't have that ability. Luck can fucking kill you in the fucking passing game, 
Brissett, he can do the same plus run the ball on you too. So it's interesting. All right, this next game. See, and this is why I think sometimes that when I tell you that you guys should make it be able to change your picks in your in your group <laughs> because of shit like this that comes up on the topic. In this game, you got the Vikings at the Chiefs. And we don't know if Patrick Mahomes is going to start And that's not. definitely going to determine for sure that it plays a huge role. Hmm. The way the Vikings have been playing, though, they're they're pretty complete, especially on defense too. So, and I don't know. I'd like to, and it's at Vikings. It's at Kansas City. Oh, it's at Kansas City. Hmm. I mean, fuck. With Matt Moore too, they even they almost came back and beat the Packers. So it's <laughs> I like, just, I mean. I might end up changing this later. I'll have to go with the pride of the Chiefs. I don't I don't think they'll fall another game. I think I think a Mahomesless Chiefs they lose, but with Mahomes back they win. Well, I'll take the Chiefs right or now. Or is Mahomes back to his old self after this injury? I mean he could be playing scared. <laughs> I'm picking the Vikings, so Okay. And this one's another shit show game. <laughs> I already know which one it is. The Jets at Miami. You know, and I, I hate fucking picking my team because we never win. But I think this is going to be like, oh, fuck, I don't know. It could be redemption for fucking Gase, too, because he's going to definitely want to win this game because he got fired. You know, I think I might switch my pick right now, maybe. I think I'll go with the Jets. It's hard to pick the Dolphins knowing that they're tanking. But yeah. if, if they decide to win one fucking game, this is going to be the one game they can win. Oh, definitely. That's definitely. Jets would be the one team that we can beat. This but now season. the fact that you've got two players, now you have your awkward situation with you tried fucking shopping around. Man, that takes a lot of play into it, too. Yeah, I mean, they're like, well, you know what? I'm, fuck you, I ain't playing for you. Or at least not try their best. <laughs> it's going to be the fucking... <laughs> they're just going to try real hard to fucking tank. Well, and then, you know... Both teams. We don't have a very good defense right fuck now. Fuck you, so. we're trying to get the number one pick. Fuck you, this guy's an asshole. Fuck this GM. <laughs> I'm going with the Jets. I just can't... You fucking see... Fucking... It's... Le'Veon Bell at the 50-yard line, taking a snap. Turns around and runs all the way back to his own end zone <laughs> for safety. You guys win, motherfucker. You guys can't do You son of a bitch. <laughs> Dolphins players running after him, diving, making fake attempts at tackling him. I'm going to get you. Uh, oh, you slipped out of here. But he's like running backwards. <laughs> Fucker. I picked the Jets, I guess. Yeah, Jets. Hard so, to pick a tanking team. No. Uh, let's see. I'm curious to see who picked two. I think everybody picked the Jets, too. 71% to 29. Jesus. There's still people with hope left for Miami to win. 
Well, they play good in this. I mean, if they fucking end it after the fucking second quarter, then fuck yeah, we'll win all of them. <laughs> <laughs> that ought to get them off our backs. <laughs> See, we, we attempted to win at least. Detroit at Oakland. Detroit. Really? I just think they're due. They're one of the better fucking two-win teams. Three. Oh, they won three. Yeah, that's right. Three-win teams. Three, three, and one. I picked Oakland. Mm, it could come Yeah, I mean, out. it's good. It'll be a good game. I think so, but too. Josh Jacobs is still playing well, and... Tyrell Williams, if he ain't hurt, is their number one receiver. And he's pretty good. I took Oakland. We're different on that one. Tampa Bay at Seattle. Seattle. Yeah, Seattle. That's not even a I'm curious to see the percentage on this one, too. 98. Get back here, fucker. Yep, you're right. 98 yeah. <laughs> It's like bonus points for you picking the right percentage <laughs> on games. The Another shit show game. We got two shit show games. More. Who's on by? Uh, I don't know off the top of my head. Cincinnati, I think. Uh, this shit should have well, to be two teams. Uh, Cleveland at Denver. Well, Hunt's back, so that that might play a different factor, I guess. Denver, oh, and, and Denver lost their quarterback. Joe so Flacco with Flacco's the back injury. Yeah, after calling marks. off, calling out, fucking teammates, offensive. And the team. Play calls and teammates shit. So yeah, yeah, I'm going with fucking uh, Cleveland on this game. I picked Cleveland too, and I'm interested on this pick. What do you think? Did you see it already? No. Um, seventy. You fucking saw you son of a bitch. What? It's seventy to thirty. I said seventy-five. You're like six. I did not see it. Like, I already seen seventy. I gotta make it look like I didn't see it. Bullshit. Five? I did not see it. I Some did bitch. not see it, I promise. Okay, I'll just do this from now on. Go ahead. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this next game is fucking wash for this shit ass team. Green Bay at San Diego. <laughs> shit. Or LA, fucking not San Diego. <laughs> hey, dude, don't fucking say don't say that cuz the announcers and the fucking referees are still fucking calling them San Diego Chargers. Oh, yeah, that's true. I hear it almost every fucking time I see them play. It's it's always, timeout, San Diego. Like, what the fuck? San Diego. German <laughs> they just need for to go Wales, back to vagina. San, they need to go back to San Diego, but Packers are going to annihilate them. Yeah, Packers. It's at, it's in L.A.? Yeah. Okay, it don't matter. <laughs> it don't matter. The Packers are going to be 85%. 90 was it 90? 90 to 10. Wow. All right. This next game, I'm going to make my guess before I pray. We're going to see who's closer. Percentage-wise, okay. And the other person gets a high five for winning. Okay. 
<laughs> Either way, one of us is getting a high five no matter what. This is probably the game of the week, actually. Not for Patriots you, though, because you fucking hate them. Ravens? Yeah. Uh, where is it at? Baltimore. Mm. Well, I know everyone's going to pick the Patriots. So I'll go with the Patriots, but it's going to be 64%, Uh, This is where I switched. And then Baltimore's handing them their first loss. Calling it right now. Okay, what's what's the percentage for you? I mean, I think it's 60% in favor of New England and 40 for Baltimore. So what would you say that your percentage 65. was? 65. for the Patriots? No, yeah. And I said 60% for the Patriots. 77 for the Patriots. Jesus. These guys think that these guys are going to fucking just blow everybody out of the water. I was closer. <laughs> Winner. Right, but you got Patriots. There's your high five. Thanks, we man. both went because we both got high fives. <laughs> Could have went, so no went, went low on you. No matter what, we both win. But you pick New England to win, and I'm picking Baltimore to make Trust me, I don't want loss. fucking Patriots to win. Dallas at New York. And this is the Monday night game, right? Yeah. Dallas. I picked Dallas, too. All right, man. Well. What's your percentage on it? Uh, I'm going to say 80% Cowboys. I'm going to say 90% Cowboys. 92. Damn. I win. Motherfucker. I fought that. We both win now. <laughs>